All right, we'll do a little recap for everybody and uh, welcome to our new members, uh, Sean and Jeff. You go by Jeff or Jeffrey? Jeff is fine. All right. So, a little update on what has happened thus far. Our heroes have been tasked with uncovering the Nazi plot to retrieve items of supernatural origin by their handler, General Happy Sam Sawyer. After striking a bargain with Amul Farouk, the Shadow King of the Cairo Underground, the heroes confronted the horsemen of Insabanur, the apocalyptic pharaoh in the sands outside of the city, returning to Farouk with the opal of Ozymandias. Farouk utilized the precognitive powers of the stone to uncover the identities of the items that Hitler is after, and they include the Amulet of Pazuzu, the Le Marchand box or Lament configuration, and the book known as the Necronomicon. Farouk foretold that their journey would begin on cobblestone streets awash with blood leading the team to believe that their next step in their travels would lead them to Whitechapel, the scene of the gruesome murders attributed to Jack the Ripper half a century ago. This is now where we find our heroes as they check into their hotel and are introduced to two new members of the squad, an attractive Irish lass by the name of Maeve Murray uh, and our newest player here, um, uh, Shelly, what was her name again? Shelly Ames. Uh, very tall, attractive, leggy blonde. Um, and so those of you that were in Cairo prior to this, right before you guys got on the plane to come over here, you were, um, alerted to the fact that once you got to the hotel, uh, in Whitechapel, you would be meeting two new members that would be joining the team. Uh, and they came with recommendations uh, from uh, a member of British intelligence by the name of Peggy Carter. Uh, so you guys have arrived in Whitechapel at this point. And uh, the hotel that they uh, that Sam has set you up in is called the Stepney Green. Um, it's maybe not a four-star hotel, <laughs> um, but it's adequate. It's definitely better than the little mom and pop shop that you guys stayed at in Cairo. Um, and uh, when you guys arrive, you spot the two ladies that are sitting there in the lobby uh, waiting for you to arrive. Uh, so I'll turn it over to you guys to introduce yourselves and we can move on from there. We introducing ourselves to um, Agent Carter or to each other? Uh, to each other. Carter is not there. Okay. Um, how the veteran Metronex is a I guess you would say a rather brawny guy, probably about six two, blonde hair, uh, good looking, maybe got a little bit of a goofy grin on his face, carrying a large duffel bag with all kinds of weird angles sticking out of it, uh, wearing an olive drab, you know, shirt tucked in. Uh, yeah, that's about all. 
Well, the human tank is looking extremely human. Uh, basic, you know, Army Corporal's uh, uniform. Uh, this being, you know, merry old England, probably has a, a pint or two in front of him and some chips. He raises a glass. Hello. I was stationed here. Yeah, now I'm doing a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was stationed here for a while uh, before we shipped out to Africa. And uh, also now that we've shipped back and the whole bit in between with, uh, you know, the Germans, that was uh, less fun. They got crap beer. Don't believe what you hear. Uh, it's up to warm, but it'll do. So, uh, who is the, the new one, Sean? Flux? Yes, Flux. So, you're, you're uh, the new one. You missed our uh, our whole little dust up there with, uh, you know, stuff out of the, you know, the mummy's tomb and, and all them other movies. Flux, you see Flux also having a pint. <laughs> um, she's Irish after all, so. Oh, yeah. It, that's in her second nature. Yeah. What unfortunate what unfortunately we weren't we weren't given the go ahead to be a be it or at least I am I wasn't by Agent Carter prior to your little dust up as you say. Yeah, well, you know, they probably lost the telegram somewhere. That happens. Right way, wrong way, army way. Yes, you aren't, you aren't necessarily looking for expediency when you're dealing with the military on any yeah, which, level. Which is unfortunate because from what I understand, this is one of those things that uh, has a bit of a tight deadline on it. We got to, you know, beat Schickelgruber to the stuff. Well, that's why they're sending us instead of the military, is uh, it not? Well, I mean, technically, I'm still in the army. I'm sorry, dear. I just got some sort of, you know, special, extended, enhanced, independent. Oh, I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's Form 27-D3. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, so, what? So we're we're in our like travel clothes, right? We're not in any kind of gear, I guess. I, I would assume so. Yes. Yeah. So so uh, Hank is in. Uh, um kind of some very regular travel clothes for the day let's see so we're going over there so you know jacket hat slacks i mean he's very dressed down uh, he does have a sack like a rucksack kind of thing and uh he is um a relatively fit guy uh of average height a little over a little over average well about average i suppose 510 511 um but no military bearing at all Right, very bookish. I mean, he does look around, but none of those things. And so he says hello as he comes in. Uh, no, I, this is only, well, I suppose it is a military operation, but not all of us are in the military. Some of us are just consultants. I don't know what I am, but they're paying me, so mm -hmm. I'm here. Well, you guys have had time to um, check into your rooms uh, at this point, and uh, you pretty much, you're at a little bit of a disadvantage here, uh, because other than knowing, you know, kind of what you're looking for, 
Um, you kind of really don't know where to begin. All you know at this point is that, you know, your your journey is to begin somewhere here in Whitechapel. Um, and somehow it's connected to Jack the Ripper. Bizarre. Uh, didn't he, like, you know, if, if we ran into him today, wouldn't he be kind of old? I mean, that was, that was like, you know, Queen Victoria, which I think was, uh, let me see, that would have been, uh, you know, yeah, probably like about the American Revolution, I think. Maybe he's a vampire. You know, I was gonna say, don't be ridiculous, but I just <laughs> remembered we fought, you know, mummies and, and a bull guy and I turn into a oh, human tank. Oh dear. So... Yeah. You don't know, forget it. Don't forget about the Minotaur in the pyramid. Yeah, bull guy. And the actual vampire. Bull guy, yes, sir. <laughs> Mummy's like Abbott Costello. Yeah, something like that. Hopefully, yeah, exactly. I'm getting my time periods right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. And the actual vampire. No. I heard Jack the Ripper was a uh, doctor. Maybe that'll help. Uh, out of out of character. Sean knows next to nothing about Jack the Ripper. Mm -hmm. um, being from Ireland, what would Flux know? <laughs> I mean, she would know kind of the, the basics of, uh, you know, Jack. It would have been roughly about 50 years ago uh, when this all occurred. So it was certainly before she was born. Uh, but... Um, Any copycats recently? There's been copycats going on for years since uh since the original occurrence uh actually took place um so most of those individuals though over the years have been caught uh and and prosecuted at this point so uh as far as currently um why don't you make a intuition role for me It's a green. In a green. Okay. There has been something in the news uh, recently that you recall that there was an incident here in Whitechapel uh, of a man who uh, attacked some people at a local pub um, that claimed to be Jack the Ripper. Uh, but this was written off as uh, basically a madman uh, that uh, was trying to make a name for himself in some manner. Uh, you seem to recall that there were a couple of uh, police officers that were on scene at the time that he was making these claims, and both of those individuals uh, perished in the confrontation. I relay as such. In an, in an Irish accent. <laughs> do we have uh, a bit of downtime yet? No, Chris? Yeah, or? Uh, yeah okay. you do. Mm -hmm. um, well, um, like I did when I get a chance, I don't know if that's now, but like I did before, I want to um, do a little 
um, reconnaissance, right? A little astral projection, mm -hmm. reconnaissance of the city, just to see if there's anything especially, uh, you know, notable. Okay. That stands out. Sure. So if you that... go into your astral form and take take a little bit of a, a quick tour around White Chapel, um, CD by any standards, White Chapel is still a crime-ridden, sordid quarter where hordes of residents live in abject poverty. It's an area of DOS houses, sweatshops, abattoirs, overcrowded slums, pubs, a few shops and warehouses, uh, leavened with a row or two of respectably kept cottages. Don't forget the brothels. And brothels. <laughs> lots and lots of brothels. Whitechapel houses London's worst slums and the poverty of its inhabitants is disturbing. Malnutrition and disease is once again on the rise after having only been slightly remedied at the turn of the century. The back-to-back -back world wars have held back progress in this area of London. Within the claustrophobic streets of Whitechapel exist three classes of ind individuals. The poor, the builders, laborers, shopkeepers, dock workers, and tailors, and the very poor, women and children who make wages as seamstresses, weavers, or clothes washers, and the homeless living in a permanent state of deprivation. Whitechapel stands as the immigrant district due in part to the large influx of Jewish, Irish, and Russian transports. The potato famine had seen a large influx of Irish immigrants in the mid-1800s, along with the Jewish population who arrived in thousands, whilst fleeing persecution in Russia, Germany, and Poland. In only a single decade, the Jewish population has risen to over 50,000. This number has increased steadily with the strengthening Nazi regime. With so many different nationalities in one place, they all have one thing in common. Every day is a struggle for survival. There's a lot of overcrowding and a shortage of housing, and that's created the abyss that is known as Whitechapel. For most of the population in the East End, one lived and died in the same neighborhood in which they were born, and hope was in short supply. Whitechapel is a maze of entries, alleyways, and courtyards, all lit by single gas lamps, giving about six feet of light at, that are at times so thick that, if you, that you struggle to see your own hand in front of your face. Sanitation is practically non-existent, and people throw their raw sewage onto the street, making the stench of the whole district unbearable. It seems like it would be a world in which Jack the Ripper would still have no problem in finding a victim. But as you are going across uh, the streets in your astral form, you see little bits of crime happening here and there in varying degrees, but nothing so blatant as, uh, as a murder uh, happening on the streets uh, while you're making your pass. Um, give me a, a quick intuition roll there, Johnny. Okay. Hang on one second. 
yellow. Oh, hey, this is the first time this has come. Hey, up. okay, you got a sixty-nine. Hey, we started playing this game when I was uh, in high school, uh, or actually, I think I started when I was about eighth grade. But uh, but we really came into our own in high school, and being the uh, teenagers that we were, sixty-nine was a very funny number. Mm-hmm. So anytime anybody rolls, sixty-nine comes up. right on yeah, some yeah. on on some level, we're all still twelve. <laughs> yep. So one of my house rules is anytime anybody rolls a sixty-nine or a one hundred, if you roll that three times in one session, so three times tonight, uh, a sixty-nine or a one hundred, if you roll three of them, you get a wish. Oh, wow. Uh, and it can be anything like adding a new power or bumping up uh, uh, a stat one level or something like that. So you can be creative, and it has happened. So keep track of your 69s and 100s. <laughs> so you're saying okay. keep track of our body count. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so with your 69, that is an ultimate success there, sir. Uh, there is one thing that certainly stands out as you're as you're uh, traversing Whitechapel in your astral form, and it's something that that you always seem to be drawn to, good sir, and that is a bookstore. Hey, there you go. <laughs> well, that's um, fortunate. And this particular bookstore is is called Panpipes. Uh, and by the look of it, and if you kind of pass into the building itself, uh, it seems to be an, an occult bookstore. Oh, well, even better. Okay, so I... Okay. All right, um, so I, having found it, and I guess what drew my attention to it? Probably just the fact, number one, that it was a bookstore, and you're like, ooh, books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then just kind of peeking in for a moment, yeah. you can you can really see that this certainly has a little bit of a uh, kind of a, a dark uh, aspect to the the types of tomes that are that are in this bookstore. Uh, when you pass through, you see an older gentleman there. Uh, and I'll see if I can pull up a picture here for you real quick. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Oh, no, I don't have it. Okay, well, anyway, he is uh, an older gentleman that is bald-headed, looks to be maybe in his upper 70s, perhaps early 80s. Um, bald uh, and wrinkled and wearing a pair of thin uh, eyeglasses. And as you pass through, he looks up and looks directly at you in your astral form <laughs> and kind of gives a little nod. Okay. Well, I suppose that could happen some from time to time, perhaps a coincidence. <clears throat> uh, okay, well... Well, it is an occult bookstore. Mm, that one would. <clears throat> um. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna keep going. I'll make note of where that is, mm -hmm. and then uh, I'll come back uh, when I'm a little more uh, physical. Okay. Um, and then you know I'll I'll tell the group about it, but 
but that's um, definitely a place we should check out. Uh, logistically, did you just kind of belly up to the bar and then go away for a little bit, or did you go yeah, upstairs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably went to go check my bags or whatever. Okay. And then, uh, having done my astral uh, projection, I'll uh, I'll come back to my body unless anything else you know grabs my attention, and then I'll come back. <clears throat> I'll come back down to the bar where everyone else is. And I'll I'll listen quietly for a few minutes and then see if uh, if there's a, a, a gap in the conversation. <clears throat> Having <laughs> found said gap, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll say so. So I don't. Uh, so we haven't met this Agent Carter, right? That's correct. We only met the general. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, actually, um, Dreamslayer, you put a note in my thing about Agent Carter potentially being my superior officer. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Now so, you, you, so, you certainly know her. Yes. Yes. But the well, the I'm, ones I'm that sorry, have I been mean, the ones that have been playing thus far yeah. have not have met not her. met her yet. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean the uh, the other three of us we we only met the 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 uh what what was it captain general of uh, uh, <laughs> captain general <laughs> general sam sawyer yeah 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 um, happy sam Gen general sawyer so um so listen i i'm not um entirely sure exactly where to start or where you think we should start but i just did a just a quick um uh scan i guess you would say uh reconnoiter of the town of this uh, this area, and I, I did stumble across something uh, that I think I should check out. There's uh, an occult bookstore, and I'll point in the general yeah, direction. What a, what a surprise! He's going for the bookstore again. Wait, you left? Listen, uh, I, I uh, didn't even see you move. Oh uh, well, I, I was uh, I was up in my room for a few minutes, but it doesn't take long. Uh, but gentlemen, you have your specialties. I have mine. Uh, you know Ahem. what he's saying to the gentleman oh. that he's been working with. <laughs> he bear, he's he's just met the two ladies. So I wonder, uh, I wonder if it would be possibly advisable for to get to get the lay of the land from the locals. Well, certainly. I mean. Mr. Ripper has no, is known to be targeting women now, would he not? I think it's exclusively women, isn't it? I, I'm no expert on that. You know, uh, they, they, they made us watch a movie about you know the kind of women and uh, that hang around these places and how we shouldn't get you know near them. Yeah, I never really pay attention to movies. So. But my even my particular talents would probably lean very well towards me going going in undercover uh, what what exactly people. is it uh, you do for this little team she takes a quick look around make sure no one's looking and then facially she turns into you for Yo. two seconds and then okay, she changes back that is something i never want to see happen again especially with a woman <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I see your point. Yes, very much so. Yeah, you you are definitely gonna be good for uh, you doing doing the sneaky stuff. Uh, I'm not so much on the sneaky. 
or the thinky. I, I well, you think this cult bookstore might have some comic books? Hey, you got a comic uh, there. I, uh, I mean, it's a... I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I would say off the top of my head, no. But... Uh, I, I, would, like I, comic I, books, I would right? say with that 69 that you got, I think you might have actually spotted a little box over in the corner. Oh, okay, yes, some, all right. Uh, it, possibly, possibly more pulp magazines. Yeah, yeah. like Doc yeah. Savage, The Shadow, things of that nature. <laughs> I, I would Let's love see. some Doc Savage and, and Shadow, actually. And um, according to my list here, we have um, Mary Marvel, actually should be available, and um, Doofy Duck. <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? Actually, uh, I uh, now that I now that you ask and now that I think about it. Uh, you know, I think I did uh, see uh, a, a rack, a, a small box, a small selection over yeah, there. Yeah, I think the, we should check corner. out this cult bookstore. <clears throat> I turned to Shelley. So, well, how do you how do you feel about joining me and being a little bit of bait? Um, sure. <laughs> Just let me finish this delicious. I I don't know what they call it, but it's fabulous finishes her drink. It's probably like the fourth one. <laughs> um, I am very impressed. <laughs> okay. What are we... Probably, um... probably made by German immigrants. You may, you may want to... We may want to find some clothes for you that are a little bit more appropriate for the set... for the people who are going to be walking amongst. I'm sure on our way to the uh, bookstore, we can find a clothing store. Mm -hmm. uh, since you're trying to be someone kind of poor, uh, I would recommend a thrift shop. It's where most of my uh, my brothers got their clothing. So, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm used to playing dress up. That's okay. all I've done for the last who knows how long. Okay. And then so she stands up and she's like she's about six feet tall. <laughs> That's tall. Sometime before we go, Flux will return to her room and then out of the room will will walk a nondescript person from looking like a person from the wrong side of the tracks. Male or female? Female. Last I checked, our Jack the Ripper types aren't interested in men. <laughs> As she walks through, she'll go, she'll go up to the hum to the human tank. I don't remember real name, your act, your character name, Sarah, and go. Good af good evening. We ready? Oh, we ready? <laughs> uh, it, yeah. It's Flux's voice, but her not not just. Her body has changed, but her clothes have changed as well. Okay, so it looks like we don't need to bother with finding a thrift store. Well, we may need one for we may need one for Shelly here. <clears throat> oh yeah. I am hard to fit these days. Oh, these days? Well, there was a bit of an accident, you see. I didn't always... I wasn't always this, um, tall. I see. 
There are a lot of accidents. Yeah. How does an accident make you taller? I've that is a really good question. I, I can answer that. I mean, it was sort of an accident because I really don't think Zemo wanted to make me taller. But uh, accidents can make you taller. If you've been paying any attention to the uh, the news that's in the comics that are actually licensed, uh, <laughs> lots of things can make you, lots of accidents that happen in these days. I think it had something to do with the weird chemicals. Oh yeah, yeah. When chemicals get involved, yeah. Well, now that I think about it, it wasn't an accident. As, a, as opposed to, as opposed to the normal chemicals. <laughs> yes, or so I'm told. I, I honestly, I'm not. I'm not very sure. A lot of chemicals that happen. <clears throat> uh, oh well, if we're already, I think that uh, I can lead us to. Uh, the place. Sure. Yeah, I'm good to go. It's... If I sit here much longer, I'm gonna pickle myself. <laughs> All right. Well, you're <laughs> able to uh, traverse the streets and uh, and retrace your steps, and and you find yourself back at uh, the Panpipes bookstore. Um, when you enter in through uh, the front door, a little bell dings uh, to uh... to announce your arrival. Uh, and as you recall, the the bookstore is filled with Gothic and Victorian horror novels, black magic tomes, and other books on the occult and the dark arts. Huh. Uh, you see the old man behind the counter, uh, and he's got the spectacles on his forehead at this point, and he greets you as you enter, uh, and he spots you in particular, um, uh, da -ba -da -ba -da. I forgot your name, Mr. Arcane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he says, Welcome back. Tis good to see you in the flesh. <laughs> well, I suppose. I suppose that would fit, wouldn't it? Um, uh, thank you. Thank you. You've got... Uh, so I'll look around and kind of, as I'm talking to him, kind of scanning the titles. And do, do these look like legit... Um, uh, volumes, or is this all like snake oil, kind of like hogwash? Is this mm -hmm. you know? He's got some pretty fine works here, actually. Okay. Uh, I mean, nothing like too crazy, but I mean, yeah. good old books, okay. uh, and many of them actually, you know, are you know geared more towards individuals like yourself, you know, that uh -huh. may have some okay. some knowledge of the arcane arts. Okay. Okay, so you've got uh, a fine establishment here and many um, uh, uh, fine works. And so it would, um, I, I suppose I'm not very surprised that, uh, that we, uh, we share a, a, a profession, it appears. Uh, I also uh, am a purveyor of books. You've never heard of it, it's far from here. But um what 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 do you have uh, my friend here is looking for some stories comments over it that actually <clears throat> oh yes i've i've got a bit of the comic books over there in the corner ah. mm -hmm. okay yeah vedex heads over there quickly 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to sort of mosey in that direction. But, uh, I don't suppose there's a Cosmo or a Vogue around. <laughs> no what? Cosmo or Vogue. <laughs> I, I don't think Cosmo was around then. Vogue it was. I just yeah. checked. Oh, I think, well, I I think Vogue, a, both 1890s publications. Story and, and fiction magazine. I think uh, VEDX may have found some Miss America magazine. Yeah, see, those are the real ones. They, they, they got licenses. I read it. So, Lux actually so, will not be in the store. She's kind of keeping an in her guise. Mm -hmm. She's keeping an eye out outside of the store. Um, you never know when someone will just walk up on you. Sure. Okay. And hopefully, sure. you have some way of you know getting others out there if you know anything just, goes wrong. Like you never know when you're going to need seven feet of you know armored guy. He would. She would respond to you amongst yourselves. Just listen for the ass kicking. <laughs> oh. I'll do that. Right. Well, uh, so as he looks around, and I mean, you know, I suppose um, uh, Hank is looking for some books to buy, but also he's like, so, um, you know, I, I'm sure you can tell that I'm not from here, but, uh, sorry. But, uh, so, I mean, you, you've got a bit of a reputation here. This, uh, your town, your borough, what? Town, township? I, Whitechapel. A borough would be the most appropriate, yes. So, you visited my shop earlier, yes? <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I would deny it, but uh, I think uh, it would be dishonest. So, yes, yes, I did. Yes. What brings you and your companions here? Oh, uh, we uh, we are seekers, I suppose you would say. We, uh, in our own way, are trying to. Uh, well, it's it's all quite complicated, but uh, but 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 we are seekers of uh, of well, uh, rare comic books. <laughs> okay, sure, rare comic books, uh, but seekers of uh, of rare artifacts. Hmm, that sounds very interesting. Yes, I mean, perhaps I mean being uh, okay. Perhaps being uh, an arcane sort of person uh, yourself. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you've heard some rumors. I mean, we have resources to spend. Um, we're looking for several things. Uh, a box. Hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. And uh, a statuette, like a icon. One of them was a book. And a book. She'll say helpfully. <laughs> yes. That was, that, was, that was, you know, leading up to the book. Oh, I mean, okay. that thing's not going to be just laying around. Well, I, John, am I a, hope it's not just laying around. <laughs> I am a purveyor of many things. Most of the things that I sell are what you see here in the shop, but for a member of the arcane profession, I would be willing to share information. What most specifically are you looking for? I'm sorry, we didn't, do, do we, do we uh, introduce ourselves? No. Well, I'm, I'm Shelly Ames and she'll go up and she'll offer her hand, you know. I'm, uh, I'm Corporal McDougal, you can call me Jake. Uh, sorry, introductions. Uh, that's fair. Uh, 
Um, my name is Henry. You please call me Hank uh, Armstrong. Uh, and among other things, uh, I um, I have a bookshop of my own back in the States. Uh, so nice to meet you. Well, Edward Wingate, a pleasure to meet all of you, and I welcome you to my shop. Now, do tell me, what what are these items in which you are in search of? Well, there's, uh, let's see, uh, it, it, it's, uh, well, We're looking for, uh, I remember, we, we got some kind of uh, uh, Coptic uh, staff and uh, the spear, you know, spear of density, I think it was. Not density. <laughs> well, the three items that, that you guys have been uh, keyed in on by Pazuzu. Farouk uh, were the uh, amulet of Pazuzu. Amulet, sorry. Uh, the La Marchand box. Uh, and the Necronomicon were the three. Uh, that, that you're specifically now in search of. Yeah, why do I have the other ones written down? Were those things that was already found? Those were things so, that they believe that he may already be in possession. Yeah. Okay, so, so I just supposedly quick notes and I lost some context. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, suppo supposedly he may have already found those. But the ones we're looking for are the, the Amulet of Pazuzu, the Lamarchand's box, and the Necronomicon. Mm. I... Which, I, I, I didn't think that was real, but oh yes, it, it certainly is real. The Necronomicon Ex Mortis is the official name. The Necronomicon Ex Mortis, also known as the Book of the Dead, and Naturum Demanto. It is an ancient magical tome written by an unknown author utilizing human flesh as its bindings and blood as the ink. Written in the book are prophecies, funerary incantations, and demon resurrection passages. It is unknown how many copies and variations of the Necronomicon are written, but at least three are known to exist. Legend has it that the Necronomicon Ex Mortis can not only awaken demonic entities and awaken the dead, but it can also open up a rift through space and time. Now these other items that you speak of, this Le Marchand's box, I have heard whispers of it. If you will give me a moment, I believe I may have some information here. One moment. I'll... And he starts to flip through uh, some files in a little filing cabinet that he's got behind the desk back there. What did and... he say his name was? Uh, Wingate. Wingate. Edward Wingate. Got it. Thank you. Yes, I, I think I have found it here. The Lament Configuration, or uh, La Marchand Configuration, is one of the most notorious puzzle boxes in the world. 
it's oh, like those like finger puzzles you know where you you have to get the two rings disconnected and you you, you can't do it I, yeah, probably like a blacksmith's puzzle mm, a little bit more complex than that i do believe this box supposedly it supposedly possesses the power to open the gates of hell itself the lament configuration was built no sir by... no sir only jesus can do that hmm. no yep yeah, he, he's right. Uh, it was built by a French toy maker, a man by the name of Philippe Le Marchand. There are two different stories about the creation of the box. It is stated that Philippe Le Marchand was a cruel and morbid man, as well as being a mass murderer who made boxes with human fat and bones with the help of a demonic assistant called Baron. The second version tells a story of a more innocent Le Marchand. He was a young man ordered to build a puzzle box at any cost. This order was placed by Duke de Lisle. He garroted a woman and used the box as a medium to let his black magic resurrect a demon named Angelique. Le Marchand's bloodline was forever cursed because of his creation. Now there was a third item, yes, the Amulet of Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Mm. Bless you. In ancient oh, look, Mesopotamian... Can we back up one, one second here? Oh, you sure, said yeah. this was made by a toy maker? Yes. Uh, what, how naughty do you gotta be for Santa Claus to leave a cursed demon puzzle in your stocking. I don't know if I don't know that he's Santa adjacent. I think you're certainly on the naughty list if you get that in your uh, in your stocking. That's way past Cole. I had that. <laughs> Worst toy maker ever. Shelley's just hugging herself as they're talking about things made out of human flesh and like bones and people being <laughs> gutted. She's just like staring at this guy like slowly backing up towards the door <laughs> well i mean it's i mean there are many occurrences of uh, uh, uh cursed things and dark magic using uh components from human well human flesh human bone i mean that that does happen i i i've never heard of this one um and well i thought the necronomicon was I don't know, kind of a, well, not exactly a boogeyman, but certainly a bit of a myth. Uh, although, uh, ironically, uh, you know, we deal in myth, but okay. As long but as what you, about the as long amulet? As you don't tell me that, I don't know, like, uh, like Frankenstein ain't real, right? That was something they made up. Oh, no, he's real. Well, I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the, that's, that's not the monster's yeah, name, but, but yeah, that's, yeah. That that's an occurrence. That's an actual occurrence. I mean, you met a vampire. I mean, I don't know what you. Yeah, uh, but you know. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I, I I'm I'm gonna make sure that um everything's okay outside. I'll um I'll be I'll be right out there. <laughs> Check She's on. just like zits. <laughs> stage left. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know anything. Fox see her walks out and goes, everything all right? 
Whoa. <laughs> Talking about horrible things. And then she will get a mangled sort of uh, replay all wrong about <laughs> the things and what they're made of and just like just just this complete mangled disaster of a retelling <laughs> that I don't know if makes it worse or better but you you get the idea that she a doesn't remember everything the guy said b doesn't have a framework to connect any of those dots and c is quite clearly just spooked the hell out <clears throat> Buck smiles and goes, you in the mood to hit something? Mm. I mean, anything to shake off the heebie-jeebies. Bux will peek in, open the door, and says, um, Shelly and I are gonna go take a walk. We'll be back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess splitting the party is definitely... Oh, yeah. <laughs> order of the day. It, it, always it's not a campaign out. until you split the party. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe I should follow behind them because you guys are. Good idea. Stuff. Let the know. record show Flux is the one that's the bad influence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you go she's ahead. I, she's Irish. What do you expect? <laughs> I rock it. Yeah, you go ahead, Tank. We'll, we'll catch up in just a minute. Yeah, I'm going to walk he's like done with his behind them that maybe it won't look like I'm with them because we're trying to lure this guy out, but also close enough that I can run in if I got to. All right. This is quite an interesting array of companions you have there. It is. It is. Uh, some new, some uh, new-ish, but, uh, but well-proven. He looks over at VEDEX and nods. You know, uh, but... Uh, but so we're, again, you know, we're seekers and we have been asked for good, good reason uh, to find these items. And so any, so you've told us about the box and the book, but do you know anything about the amulet? Because I, I've never heard of that either. He goes back to the filing cabinet, grabs another uh, uh, file that he's got back there and lays it out on the table for you. And he shows you... Um, a sketch of the amulet of Pazuzu. It's a, it's pretty much identical to the drawing that uh, Farouk drew on the table with the knife for you. Uh, so it immediately, you know, uh, rings that bell for you. And he says, in ancient Mesopotamian religion, Pazuzu was the king of demons of the wind, the brother of Humbaba and son of the god Hanbi. He represents the southwestern wind and is the bearer of storms and drought. Pazuzu has the power to invoke incredible things, beings, even monsters to visible form. He has been called the lord of all fevers and plagues, the grinning dark angel of the four wings horned with rotting genitalia. He is among the most fearsome of all the demonic entities and takes firm control of any host. It's been said in magical tomes, it is the able magician indeed who can remove Pazuzu once he have la has laid hold of a man, for Pazuzu lays hold unto death. That is one demon not to be trifled with. 
I didn't hear a word you said after rotting genitalia. <laughs> now you I'm have so come. I'm glad that I am not there right now. <laughs> you I, have come to. Get, to... Get Go ahead. Quick Sorry. drink of water and a snack. I will be right back. Alrighty. <laughs> you have come to Whitechapel in search of these mysterious items. I, I can tell you, to my knowledge, you would have much difficulty finding them here for sure. But. What makes you believe that, uh, that, that your journey begins here in Whitechapel? Um, well, a bit of a vision. Um, and they told us to come to where the cobblestones run red with blood. Uh, 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 so Whitechapel has its reputation. <laughs> Now, now it makes more sense why you have come to my doorstep. <laughs> you see, I'm a bit of an expert on old Saucy Jack. <laughs> oh, I see. Most well, of that's... the folks that come through my door, as a matter of fact, want to hear tales about the Leather Apron, another name that the press gave old Jack. But I get the feeling by the look of you... You're not here for the same tried and true stories, am I right? No, we're not here for the the uh, the nickel tour. Yeah, the nickel tour. We, I mean, I'm willing to hear what you've got to say, of course, but um, let's just skip over the theatrics um, for the uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, yeah, yeah. Get, get to the point, you. Yeah. I believe, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, tis true. The constables never caught up with old Jack. He tore through five women, they proved, and depending on who you ask, butchered up to six more <laughs> before disappearing into the fog nearly 50 years ago. Now, I was a wee lad back then. But I remember the fear that crept into our minds every night as we lay down our weary heads. It was a sheer terror for months here in Whitechapel, never knowing when the Ripper would turn up again. Well, here's the thing, cutting to the point for you. Some say the Ripper has returned. Oh, there have been murders over the years, some of them outright copycats of the Ripper's murders. But if you want my opinion, the one true Jack finished off his work and faded out of existence. But there's a fella now, though, that came out of nowhere, claiming to be old man Jack. There have been oh. confessions all over the place for decades, but none have held up. But this fella, if it's to be believed, knows things that even the most astute followers of the murders wouldn't know. There are still secrets that only a select few are aware of, and this crazy bastard knows them all. He appeared one night at Doyle's Tavern, just down the lane there, got himself good and hammered, and a couple of constables wander in after finishing their shift. Well, this fella, he starts bragging about how he fooled the bumbling idiots at Scotland Yard and had his way with these boys' grandmothers and then starts a row. Now, these coppers are some strapping young lads, mind you, 
and they hadn't gotten a pint in them. But this fella rips these boys limb from limb, and it takes 15 sailors and blacksmiths and whatnots from the tavern to pin this man down. Once they got him into custody and calmed him down, he goes on about how he, knew he was the Whitechapel killer and goes into disgusting, gory detail about each murder and, so my source in the yard says, reveals information only a select few of the detectives have access to. Now, the coppers are still trying to figure out what to do with this feller. He's obviously not the real Jack, as he doesn't look a day over 35. But he also killed two constables in plain sight with his bare hands, no less, and has intricate working knowledge of a 50-year-old unsolved series of murders. Oh. They have him holed up right now, as I understand it, in the Catholic home for the insane, St. Michael's Asylum, down so, on so this, so this just happened, you mean? Oh, yes. Like, yes. just now? Mm. A well, few, I mean, few weeks ago, yes. Uh, have they sought any sort of uh, consultancy about this uh, this crime? I mean, there are things there are things that can be done to well, make this uh, this fellow speak the truth. The nuns and the priest at Saint Michael's are adept at handling the criminally insane, which is why he was taken there. The gentleman, the constable that I know, the detective, um, is an inspector by the name of John Appleby. Uh, he was the one that brought the suspect in and took him to the asylum. Um, and they are questioning him, but he seems to be not willing to give as much information as they would hope. See, well, uh, as you know, there are things that uh, there are ways to compel people to speak. They have ways to make you talk. Uh, you know, they're not violent, but uh, they certainly can be compelled. Um, I, I mean, I would be. I mean, it's a little bit of a side. Um, of a side task, but uh, I mean, there's a reason that we're here. I don't know what that is. Uh, and this fellow, I mean, certainly seems to have. Well, I'm certainly curious about it now. Hmm. Well, if you would be I mean, so inclined. I would be happy to introduce you to Inspector Appleby. And perhaps a man of your talents might be able to get more out of this man than the good men at Scotland Yard. Well, I mean, I am no inspector, but I have methods. As you well know, there are methods that might shed some light. Uh, it's a curiosity. Yes. I mean, perhaps you could let him know that I might call on him? Yes. Where Where are you staying? Uh, we're at the um, 
green. Stephanie Green. Stephanie Green. Uh, not far from here. I know it well. I do. I do. I'll make a call, and uh, perhaps we can have the inspector stop by and introduce himself to you and your interesting companions. You're interesting. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Wingate. Uh, if you're ever in the States, I tell him uh, you can stop by. I, I don't uh, uh, have nearly the, the interesting volumes that you do, but you're welcome. Well, I would, I would be honored to step foot into your store, my good friend, and thank you for coming tonight. You have certainly kept this old man entertained. I enjoy sharing my stories. Oh, they're interesting stories. Well, have a good night, Mr. Wingate. One word for it. Good eve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Vet, are we good? Did you find anything? or? Yeah, I, mean, I got, um, got a whole stack of comics here. How much are these? Um, he makes you a pretty good little deal, uh, on those. Uh, he, he lets him go for about a nickel a piece. Yeah, okay. Solid citizen right there. Yep. <clears throat> Slam the money on the, on the counter, rolls them up and sticks them in his pocket. Oh, God. <laughs> the uh. comic collector in me just died. <laughs> 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 All right, so the two ladies uh, have taken uh, this a little... Called, this one's called Action Number One. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> you just killed them. <laughs> they were supposed to be disposable. They weren't supposed to be collectible. Yeah, you're supposed to recycle it for the war effort. Oh, nobody took, nobody took care of them pile all your comic then. books up in your home. You're letting Hitler win. <laughs> Check out. Oh, uh, this, that's amazing. This copy of Detective, Detective Comics, but Whoever this is, he's no shadow. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably catch up it's, to the others. That's a nice deep dive, by the way. Yeah. All right, well, the two ladies have taken a little side jaunt uh, with a uh, human tank uh, shadowing them from behind. Um, what do you two ladies want to want to do? I think, um, <clears throat> I think the plan was uh, she was going to try and lure lure our guy out, not knowing that he's in jail. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So it's probably going to yeah. be a slow evening. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess. We'll probably walk around the block a couple times and see some deplorable poverty, and... I'll ask around a little bit, in... Because I'm in my poor but not destitute dress. Mm -hmm. By the time... By the time, uh... We rejoin them, um... Shelly's probably dead broke at this point because she just keeps finding people that are like panhandling and she just gives them her money. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like all out of money now. She's just like, oh my God, I can't believe those conditions. Like mama and I didn't have much coming up, but this is awful. Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, Flux, uh, you said you wanted to ask some questions. I'm just kind of asking around to see if there was, if there's been any attacks. 
you essentially get the same story uh, from the folks that you're talking about that was uh, explained to uh, um, Mr. Arcane okay. uh, in the shop. Uh, they tell you about the fight uh, in the pub. Uh, they tell you that two police officers were killed in the incident. Uh, and it was just a complete bloodbath uh, in, in that joint. It, it, it was in the papers. That was what uh, Flux had actually recalled. Um, but it, that happened about two weeks ago, so it's kind of died down since then. Uh, and you didn't have like red, readily available at your fingertips, you know, the the newspaper from a couple of weeks ago. So right. Do we do we get what do we do we get what the shopkeeper said in terms of this guy's rip, current rip incarceration? Um, as far as the incarceration, that's information that nobody else seems to have. They they do know that the perpetrator was arrested that night, but whatever happened to him after that has been pretty it's been kept pretty tight lip i ask if anyone was an actual eyewitness or if they know someone that actually witnessed this fight mm -hmm. someone in um, the pub uh what's your popularity level i have to pop that open give me one moment sure since i'm not in ireland i assume mm -hmm. um typical Typical? Okay, so if you roll on the typical column, let's see what you come up with there. Oh! All right, got a green. I got some color, yeah. All right, one of the guys uh, that you're speaking with um, claims to have been uh, in the pub at the, at the time of the incident. Mm -hmm. um, and he says uh, that um, let's see here. All right. The man in question that you're talking about there. Uh, he was a little bit of a wee man. I'll tell you that. And he was a lot stronger than I, than anyone would have ever thought that he was. Stood about maybe five foot three. Uh, standing straight and tall. Uh, but he tore into those constables like they were butter. Just ripped them up to shreds with his bare hands. I, if I didn't know any better, his his nails were like claws. The way that he tore into them. Do not meta game, Sean. Do not meta game, Sean. Do not meta. <laughs> <laughs> He nods and has that. He nods, takes in the information, and thanks, thanks the gentleman. Slips so, him, slips him, a not insignificant sum for somebody of their stature. I think I'm supposed to be paying you, aren't I? How much for a little roll in the hay? What do you say? She looks at him and goes, talk to her. 
<laughs> oh, I like him tall. What do you say, sweetheart? What? She's just like staring blankly out and like, hmm, what? <laughs> How much for a little rough and tumble down the alley there? I'm not that kind of girl. What do you take me for? Well, what are you doing hanging around this one? It's my friend. Well, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right? Is your friend. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm walking up. How much for the both of you? Excuse me. Are you bothering my sisters? Yes, um, he is. <laughs> yes, yes, he is, my brother. I mean, actually. <laughs> Buzz off, you yank. I'm trying to make a little transaction here. I think, I, I think they ain't interested. So why don't you uh, buzz off? Limey. Oh. Oh, hey, go oh. go find your own, and he gives you a little shove. Well, I will return the favor. <laughs> All right, I'm would you like to roll to initiative? <laughs> not going to tank on because I really don't want to end up with you know raspberry jam all over the alleyway. <laughs> that won't that won't be necessary. Um. Oh, it's it's necessary because he's after that shove, he's throwing a punch. <laughs> so initiative is just a straight up uh, roll. You don't have to roll initiative. I'm just I'm just gonna roll roll a little punch your way there. He got a green uh, to to sock you one in the kisser. Well, I will return the favor then. All right. You have um, I think I have basic military training, so I think I get a plus one CS on my fighting. Uh, let's see here. Uh, martial Arts B, yep. Yeah. So that goes me to... Um, I'm already at... I'm typical in this form, so that would be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! <laughs> Apparently, I had a little bit too much to drink in the pub. So, a wing and a miss. All right, so... Can Flux, oh, can oh. Flux get in on this, please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd like to manifest my shillelagh. Okay. <laughs> well, while this dude's concentrated on the tank over here. Sure. He gives Oop. us up, he's gonna, gonna see some tanks. Oops, upside the head. Um, <laughs> she she is a weapon specialist with the shillelagh. Yeah. So that's plus two column shift to her excellent fighting. Okay. So I believe I would be rolling on, on incredible. That is correct. Oh, and it's a yellow. Ooh. Like you said, upside the head. All right. How much damage does that do? 20. 20? Okay. All right. So you give him a good knock on the back of the head. And since he's just a normal dude, he you see the Tweety Birds flying. <laughs> and he falls down. The Tweety Birds the have little Andy cap, you know, caps <laughs> on them. Yes. Yes, they do. Good. Vox looks a tank and goes, nice shot, brother. Yeah, um, uh, okay, so you really didn't need my help there, apparently. I couldn't show off, you know, what I normally do, because uh, he'd be a smear, and that's kind of bad for uh, really no, 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 relationships. No, we're, we're not here to kill the civilians. That one needed a good rapping, though. Yeah. I think you're, I think you were dashing. Thank you. That was very sweet of you to come to our rescue like that. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, you, you clearly needed it. Um, I think we should go back and see if the bookworms have... We, know, we, we appreciated it, though. Oh, I, 
I definitely do understand. <laughs> Need it or not, it's the intent that matters. Well, round about that time, you see uh, Vedex and Mr. Arcane coming around the corner. Uh, and... I'll send the shillelagh back after I hit him with it. All right. <laughs> uh, and so they're they're coming down the street. Uh, Johnny, you're, uh, you spot uh, the ladies and the uh, human tank in his human form standing over the body of a, <laughs> uh, of a man on the street. I completely cluelessly, uh, just in case they didn't notice where we were, she starts waving. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Yes, we see all of you and that poor guy. What, uh, ran into a bit of trouble, I see. Oh, no. Just, he got a little uppity, that's all. He's propositioning us. I mean, it. Isn't that this? I mean, aren't we in that part of London? Yeah, yeah. But he didn't take no for a for a proper answer. Oh, so gotcha. and also, we, lo- we learned that the the Ripa dude is in jail, so we figured that couldn't have been him. Uh, no, not not jail. Uh, that what he what he told you. He's guys, in the asylum. Uh, he he doesn't know where he was taken. He was just um, uh, arrested. And then I would assume, yeah, that's but I would assume that, you know. jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, I've got I've got some news, but let's oh, go down to this place. Down the... Oh, okay. Let's for go to this mu- place down. For as much of an asshole this guy was, he was actually rather useful. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I like. Uh, I I, uh, I do the Marvel rule. Hey, buddy, are you okay? <laughs> He's um, good. <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that way you don't kill it. <laughs> no, he's not hey, dead. Hey, buddy. <laughs> just, just it was, tweet, just tweet it, was it was bludgeoning. It wouldn't have killed him anyways. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I've I've seen how this guy hits. So, just saying, I don't know about you ladies we've just what well, but... it wasn't I, I, it I, wasn't I, this guy that hit him yeah i didn't know even you even know, better i wasn't gonna even take better. that chance with just some normal dude well that was that was wise nice uh, you know nice. If, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's a bull man or a, a mummy or a cyclops or whatever i figured they could take it i wasn't yeah. gonna take a chance here right minotaur i think there's, there's minotaur oh. no, i don't recall oh. there being a cyclops but i mean what i did... might be wrong what did Churchill say at one point? Oh, a lot sorry. of stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. He's kind of known for saying things. Oh, Roosevelt. big stick, yeah. Big the stick, Ro- yeah. yeah. Roosevelt before the current one. Yeah, yeah. Muscular Christianity. Yeah, that's one of his things. Anyway, so uh, so we do have some news. Um, I don't know how related it is, but uh, it kind of... Well, it didn't exactly resolve, but certainly there were some happenings at this place down the street, Doyle's. So I figured we could go there. I don't know, maybe the bartender there or the shopkeep or whoever he is, whatever they call them here, uh, might know some stuff. But apparently the there's a guy who claims that he's for real Jack the Ripper. He's the actual guy, even though he's... You know, in his 30s. Uh, and this got, happened 50 years ago. We got a description of him, too. 
So that's compare notes. <laughs> okay. Well, we let's go to Doyle's, right? Which is supposed to be right, mm -hmm. right around right. the corner. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you think they uh, have any of those those drinks with the little the little umbrella in it, like that nice? Oh man? my gosh! I'm gonna enroll all of you in some kind of program. Well, it's so tasty. Box will find a Box will find a shadow on the way there, and do a quick morph back to her normal to her normal civilian self. All right. Well, Doyle's is just down the street, and it's uh, basically your typical uh, British corner pub. Um, entrances right on the corner of the street, right there. Uh, it's a white washed building uh, made of stone uh, and black painted door and windows. Um, it's a bit seedy for sure. Um, and a lot of sailors and um, uh, local uh, factory workers uh, frequent <sighs> this place. Pretty much all filled with men. Brace yourself, dear. Uh, and you spot the bartender uh, behind the bar. He's a bit of a burly dude uh, that is probably about 220 pounds uh, and looks maybe a little bit overweight, but at a quick glance, you can tell that, that it's covering a lot of muscle. Well, well I'll walk up to the bar before the uh, before someone else drinks it all and uh, you know order a drink catch the the barman's eyes and uh, see if he'll come over right what can I get you uh, well I'll, I'll take a pint of whatever that's what I got pick. whatever that's what I got whatever. right here <laughs> and hey uh, I, I hear you guys are kind of famous yeah, how's that? Well, uh, I mean, to hear the the crazy guy tell it, Jack the Ripper was here in your place just a couple of weeks ago, right? Oh, shy. <laughs> I'm still still wiping up the blood blood of different places around the joint. Box I hear he up. took I hear he took up. two constables apart by hand. Uh, that's right, tore them right apart, just right where you're standing, right there. If I step back. He moves yeah. to the left. <laughs> Shelly steps to the side. <laughs> and Fox, Fox, at... Fox chimes in. Um, not bad for five foot three of fury, I imagine. Ah, uh, you heard about him, did you? Word gets around. Yeah, he's a little bit of a thing. Or no less dan no less dangerous. Ah, uh, he's a little. What? What was it? Word was he has claws coming from his hands. That's what that's what a lot of people are talking about, yeah. Oh no, I didn't hear that. Were you here that night? Oh yeah, I was here. Did you see it happen? Must have been huh. terrible. I certainly did. Oof. Got a little piece of piece of him myself, but uh those poor boys. Yeah. He here's to the to the poor boys he tore apart. Classes raised. What started all that? This guy stopping. No, oh, he came in here and he was spouting his mouth off about how he was the the Ripper, the killer from fifty years ago. But he couldn't have been more than thirty-two, if you ask me. Right. 
That's a terrible well, thing killer's to brag killer. about. Hmm. Why do you even be bragging? I mean, the whole point with Jack was, you know, he was this guy that snuck around in the dark, uh, you know, laughing at the, the, the cops in Scotland Yard and stuff. He didn't go into a bar and say, hey, I'm Jack the Ripper. Well, you ask me, that boy was as crazy as a loon. He'd be speaking in one voice one second and another voice the next. You couldn't couldn't keep him straight. Mm. Oh, what was the other Did voice they... like? Hmm, deep and dark. Hmm, interesting. And <sighs> I say we find this guy and put him out of everybody's misery. Well, I mean, you said he spoke in different voices? Yeah, two or three. Two or three? Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I mean... there's a couple of, you know, uh, old drunk guys uh, down the Bowery do that sometimes. <laughs> well, that, that wasn't exactly where I was going. But... <clears throat> well, where, where were you going? What was, how, what was he like... Uh, you think maybe he was like one of them guys that does puppet shows and does all the voices? That's what I was thinking. Uh, a ventriloquist? No, I don't think yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Like Charlie McCarthy. Is there any, rem is there any remaining property damage from the fight? Like uh, markings on the marks on the walls, things like that. Um, You can roll an intuition for me. Okay. How long ago has it been now, by the About way? About two weeks. Two weeks. It's green. Green? Okay. So, you're kind of looking around the bar area there, and, and the bar has kind of a wooden um, trim uh, around the outside, yeah. close to where, you know, he said that this occurred. And you do see what looks to be four uh, slash marks uh, cut into the wood that roughly would be about the shape of a human hand. Hmm. I point this... I I kind of point that out to the other the other parts of the team. Well, like hmm. a, a bear? Uh, supposedly that's... That was him, yes? Uh, the marks there, yeah. I I think that that probably was. If that's if that's a mark of a human of a of a man cutting through wood with his bare hands. Well, I mean. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I. I have some these. thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I have a theory. It could Maybe be it's one of them demons from the Necronomicon. Well, he's speaking in more than one voice. Well, I, I pay the barman for his for my pint, and I walk over uh, to where that happened. So, I mean, I have some thoughts. Uh, I mean, we, I mean, we're dealing with arcane forces here, and some very dark ones. Uh, I mean, if he's switching between several voices, I mean, he could be possessed. Maybe he's possessed by. Um, the spirit of Jack, or that Jack was possessed by a spirit, and that's what made him do what he did. And I mean that that would that's certainly a theory that's never been brought up because, of course, it you know it wouldn't. 
I mean, that's not a scientific concept. No, it checks out like Jesus in the pigs. It's in the Bible. Um, okay. In a brief right. moment of lucidity. Of that's, that that's was an out of character snicker. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I suppose is. I mean, okay. Sure. Um, in a brief moment of lucidity, uh, Shelley will add, yeah, maybe that's why he's gone for 50 years. Why? Because he died and detection? then came back? All right, let me see here. Because it was a, a thing in, in a person and then just went away and then it came back, you know, again, now this guy. Yeah, maybe the body died. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We don't know what we don't we know. We should probably go and find out. Yeah, did uh, you, yes. Give me did one you, second here. I was gonna say, did you men did you mention that it was institutionalized? I, I, I hadn't gotten there yet, but yes. Uh, I Well I, I imagine were, I thought thought we may have talked before we talked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't come up yet, but I mean yes. The whole point of us coming here was to be able to kind of relay that conversation. So mm -hmm. seemed like one you wouldn't have in the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the for the sake of time, we can certainly say that we've shared shared the information. Yeah. yeah. So yes, I mean he's there. I don't know if this is related to those things, but now hearing that he's possessed, I think it's possible he could be possessed. Certainly, you know he has he's grown claws. I mean we I mean we do know that enhanced individuals exist, right? And he like waves his hand. So I mean that is a thing that can happen, but. I mean, the other part is, well, the voices. And we know that we're here for a reason related to these artifacts. I mean, we don't know exactly in what way, um, but that one of them is here. I mean, presumably, if we can trust the criminal underlord of Cairo. Jeez, oh, what a mess. Uh, well, even he don't want Hitler to win. Well, I mean... Presumably not, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we, we have to go on what we have, so. Uh, so, yeah, so I think, I, I agree. I think we should go. Uh, certainly now this seems a little more um, aligned with what we're here for. Before I thought it was just an interesting... Uh, happening and i thought we could maybe help the the locals because boy wouldn't it be freaking awesome to say that we we solved that uh, you know uh, as a side task uh, while we're here for the war effort but it doesn't feel like a side task anymore though yeah i agree with you i agree let's see so it's two weeks i think it's been too long uh chris but I mean, I'm going to try some magic. Okay. And uh, uh, try and use um, Detect Energy Magic. I'm here to see if there's kind of anything um, lingering. I was looking to see if there's some sort of psychometry type power that I could maybe access, but I don't know. I don't seem to find one. Um, I mean, if that's what you want to attempt, we can certainly do that. Uh, and yeah. that would just be on your uh, general magic role. Is that remarkable, I think? Um, let me look at my stats again. I think that's what we said, yeah. Because most of my, yeah, 
remarkable because most of my stuff is remarkable and I think you said that we could try some you know some general things mm -hmm. under that now with this so. maybe not being your area of expertise um, right I would say to get anything with the amount of time that has passed right you, you would at least need a yellow probably to succeed okay yeah that I mean I, I totally agree with you let me see if there's anything I can, I can do with Vishanti. Because I don't think there's... Certainly that sounds like an Agamotto situation there, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my character sights a beam. Force. No, not really. Okay, so yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll spend Karma. Um, and uh, we'll see. I'll just try just some general you know i want to see what kind of residual magic there might be here if there is any uh and yeah so let's just see okay do i have some lag there there we go uh, geez. Well, yeah all right well i'll just spend my 10. <laughs> Because I don't think a grain's going to do anything for me. So. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, with that, it's just been too long uh, for you to really be able to hone in uh, on anything. I mean, you get just a feeling of dread, uh, but really, that's about all you get. Well, I'll turn to the other and say, well, <sighs> I, you know, I tried a few things, but it's just been too long. I mean, I can sense the uh, uh, the palpable uh, uh, dread and fear and uh, the misery, I suppose, but uh, but nothing about nothing more specific. So maybe if I am in front of him, we have an end with uh, with trying to make contact with him. I. I uh, um, Mr. Wingate said he could put me in touch with the inspector. Well, that's a good start. Yeah, very nice guy. Well, he, if you say so, he was definitely making me super uncomfortable talking about yeah. all that icky stuff with such delight. It's just the topic. I mean, obviously that's... Uh, his specialty, and I, I would say he knows more about that than I do. But uh, you know, it's, I wasn't a, it's exactly a dark topic. For the topic of discussion, myself, but I suppose it was necessary. Yeah, so it's a dark topic. I mean, some of those rituals are filled with misery and um, sacrifice, uh, and not self-sacrifice, <laughs> sacrifice other people. So, one of the worst kind of sacrifice. Uh, okay, so um, so I guess let's uh, perhaps uh, I think he's supposed to call, right? So I told him where we were staying. So we'll give it an evening and then see if I hear from the inspector. And if not, then we could go to, I suppose we could go to Scotland Yard. Is that that's here, right? So it is. Mm -hmm. Wait, Scotland Yard isn't in Scotland. No. <laughs> Whose idea was that? Uh, I I couldn't say. <laughs> that that's not my area. 
Shelly agrees. That's just silly. All right, so you guys heading back to the hotel then for the evening? I mean, I'm good with that. I. Nope. All right, well, you guys get back to the hotel, walk into the lobby, uh, and there's a, uh, other than the uh, person manning the desk, uh, there's another man seated there in the lobby with a uh, top hat and spectacles and a big mustache. Uh, and I'll show you a little picture of this fella. He stands on your arrival uh, and approaches you as you come in. And he says, Well, you must be the Americans that my friend Mr. Wingate was speaking of. John Appleby, and, at your service. Well, uh, that was very timely, Inspector. Yes, I... Uh, my name is uh, Mr. Armstrong, uh, Hank, uh, and these are my associates. Well, I don't think we're all American. No, we're clearly not. I am. <laughs> yeah, my, my apologies, madam. <laughs> I, can, I can tell by the brogue you're from, from up north. Aye, indeed. <laughs> or west. What's up? It's quite fortuitous. You've met us. You've met us here. We were hoping to hoping to run into you in the morning. Well, my friend told me a little bit about your discussion that you were asking around about Jack the Ripper, and we seem to be at a bit of a uh, impasse with the gentleman that we have in custody at the asylum at St. Michael's. He seems to believe that you, sir, I motions to Mr. Arcane, might have some facilities at your fingertips that might be able to help us perhaps break through some of the defenses that this man has, has set up. Oh, okay. So, do tell. I mean, I, I have some skill. Uh, defenses, you say. So, so what have you? What do you mean? What have you tried? Well, the usual line of questioning, of course, and uh -huh. uh, perhaps a little bit of forced hand. Uh, but I didn't tell you that. Um, uh, of course. He seems to be perfectly out of his mind, if you ask me. But there's something in there that makes me wonder who this man really is. Uh, and Appleby uh, pretty much confirms the accounts that you guys have already, you know, discerned both from the bar and from Wingate. Uh, and about the man being short and but very very strong and so on and so forth but he also confirms that uh, this man his true identity unknown has detailed knowledge of the murders that were never leaked to the press and it's something that he says that is nearly impossible due to the fact that what little information about the murders wasn't public knowledge 
has been sealed for more than 40 years. I see. Well, so I understand that, uh, or we understand that he speaks in kind of multiple voices, right? Oh, yes, yes, that's that's absolutely the case. Have uh, you identified them all? Uh, have you, I mean, have you made any effort to to kind of catalog that? Well, we have cataloged three separate voices coming from the man himself. Uh, one, which we have now come to call Jack, is sinister and cunning, a bit of a trickster. Mm -hmm. But there's another darker voice that comes out of this man that is more of an unearthly growl. Okay. And even more threatening than the voice of Jack. Uh-huh. The third, we've only heard bits and pieces of, and he seems to be pleading, pleading for help. Okay, so you you say he's at a, a sanitarium. Yes, yeah, St. Michael's. Yes, yes. and uh, I, I assume that's religious. I assume they're priests and so on yes indeed or is it okay have they have they tried i know this is going to sound a little uh have they tried an exorcism yeah have they tried an exorcism (laughs) well i have to say i don't believe in all of that supernatural mumbo jumbo well you don't have to believe in it but it's true it believes in you but more importantly, they would believe it. The the priest that is in charge of St. Michael's has certainly skirted the idea uh, that the man may be, as he puts it, possessed by the devil. I believe well, I mean, that they have been working with the man in private in an attempt to perform something that they are referring to, yes, as an exorcism. Uh, At this point, I have not seen any signs of the fact that it would be working with him. He Mm -hmm. continues to be combative and disagreeable to any conversation that I might have with him. Well, um, uh, that is not exactly my specific specialty, but I, I... I may be able to help. I mean, we were drawn here for a reason. If you're going to go in there with some guy what ripped up a bunch of constables, I'm going to be behind you. Because uh, if you're, you know, your, your little magic things don't work, sometimes someone's probably going to have to whack them one upside the head. Well, I certainly hope so. I didn't we'll intend to go alone. <laughs> I didn't intend to go alone. I was hoping for a little help. Well, well, let's see this guy. We are at wit's end at this point to try to determine what caused 
this man to brutally attack members of Scotland Yard. And Wingate speaks highly of you, even though he just met you. So I would be willing to pull some strings and see if we can perhaps get a face-to-face -face with this John Doe. So you don't even know his name? No, we don't. We've not been able to identify him up until this point. His fingerprints do not match anything that we have on file. So this man has never been arrested up until this point. See? Um, okay, well, uh, when, when would you like to do that? Well, I suppose you would like to catch a bit of shut-eye, and uh, perhaps I can meet you in the morning, say, around 10 a.m. at St. Michael's. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm good with that. Uh, or how, how, how say you, the rest of you? That's fine. That's fine. Yep, sounds good to me. <laughs> well, gentlemen, ladies, sleep well, and I shall see you in the morning. Get home safe. Good evening, Inspector. Uh, so, so once he leaves, so you know, I nod over at, at Vedex and Human Tank. I said, so I, I know, generally your abilities. Uh, so you'll have your role to play. But, uh, ladies, I don't know. I mean, I know that you can shapeshift, uh, Flux, uh, and I, I don't really know anything about your other abilities. I, for the record. Uh, am, I suppose you would say, an acolyte. Uh, I have some skill in the uh, in the uh, arcane arts, uh, but I am no. Uh, well, I, I have she my. She looks limits. over. She looks over at uh, at Maeve. What's an acolyte? It's like oh. a beginning uh, wizard. I thought it was like a priest. No hat. In training. Oh, a wizard. You do magic? Yes. That's amazing. Uh, that guy turns into a walking steel monster over there, right there, that guy. Oh, wow. I would that say that's pretty likely. amazing. This is just some study. I mean... I mean, I studied, and I never learned much of anything. Certainly not how to pull any rabbits out of hats. Uh, that's a different thing. But, but anyway, so uh, I don't, uh, I don't know what your abilities are. Um, I mean, what? do you have any abilities that might be helpful to know about in this uh, situation? Well, aside from my shape shifting, everything I, everything else I do is based on the highest level of training. Um, your friend, the tank there, can, can probably vouch that I'm fairly good in a fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's excellent. <clears throat> and that could that's become sure. necessary, right? I mean, he pulled apart uh, two men, and it took many, many, many men to uh, restrain him. So. I'm, my, special, my special thesis is espionage, but okay. I can fight if I need to. I see. Um, I, I'm guessing I'm the big question mark here. Um, 
So, literally, you're six foot. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming there is physicality to what you yeah, do. Yeah, it's know. um, I'm stronger than I look, and I'm I'm pretty good fighter. They they uh this 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 nice French gentleman they found he um after you know the whole accident um uh, and they decided that I was gonna be a, a a special operative. He taught me how to you do that uh, French kickboxing. Oh, okay, and, so, uh, I'm pretty good. He yeah. said um he said I'm a I've a lot of talent for it so i think it's all the dancing sure i could see that yeah okay excellent so oh and i throw know. thunder and lightning oh. <laughs> and there's that oh also <laughs> also there's that okay so so good all right so good to know uh, i didn't know if perhaps oh and i forgot <laughs> it doesn't happen very often you have to forgive me i'm sorry um when i get hurt i get better oh great I don't like getting hurt, though, so I How try not to use that. Yeah. It is. But it, again, okay. it's it's not something that I like to do. Okay, so... Okay, so a shape changer. And, okay, all right, good. Good, good to know. Good. All right, uh, well, I suppose I'll retire and contemplate what I'll need to do tomorrow for this guy. Okay. Sleep good. All right. Yeah. So we're going to meet with some guy that ripped apart a bunch of cops and may or may not be the original uh, Jack the Ripper or could be a demon or something. Maybe we could just I, bonk him upside the head. Maybe, I, maybe I have some, him. I mean, I have some theories, right? I mean, we know that we're here for a reason and we know that. Yeah, orders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I meant a like a little more uh, yes orders yeah yeah orders but you know this could be related to one of the three artifacts and i'm trying to kind of piece together which one it could be uh, i mean i i have an idea but i guess we'll just have to figure it out so uh and if it is possession i mean geez so the pleading one could be the actual poor bastard who uh wound up getting whammied uh jack could be jesus i mean he could be the real jack the ripper or the I don't spirit think he of could him. be jesus <laughs> let's not get blasphemous here oh sorry my apologies sorry um oh my gosh could be the real jack the ripper uh or whatever his name was uh and then the third could be i don't know some other force so I, I don't know. I'll, I'll contemplate that. Wasn't there a, a fella in the Bible who was like all full of demons? Was the, I think so. It was the pig. The pig was full of... No, no, he put no, there the was demons a, there in was a the fella. Pig. Yeah, it was Legion. Are we talking about the Legion part? Yeah. I am Legion. And then in, and Jesus threw all the demons out of him too. I think I don't. I don't remember. I Didn't don't remember they wind up in the pigs? Well. Isn't that where the pigs come in? And then they went I, into the I pigs. No yeah. 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 Scholar. Yeah. That's that's what happened. The man was possessed with a shit ton of dick. Okay, y'all know the story. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Mary doesn't remember Sunday school very well. She doesn't remember yeah. anything very well. Yeah. Okay. So so yes. I mean, it could be something like that. I don't know. We'll just have to figure it out when we get there. Okay. Big breakfast, then off to handle that. 
All right, so you guys want to jump forward then in time sure. a little bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, so you guys get a pretty decent night's rest, uh, as as best a rest you can after all of the horrible stories that were shared with you over the last uh, couple of hours. Uh, and then meet up at uh, the St. Michael's Asylum. It's just on the outskirts of Whitechapel. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the building itself, uh, as you approach, you can tell that at one point uh, it was the grounds of an old cathedral, uh, and it shares its acreage with what appears to be a small convent. Um, Appleby uh, is, or I'm sorry, Applegate is there at the asylum uh, at the entrance when you guys arrive. And I'm gonna pull you to the map here. Any second. Uh, Ian, what's your character's first name? Jake. Jake, okay. And Jay? John. John. Oh boy. Okay. Of course it is. Huh. You, can just, you can just use human tank or H or something else. Yeah, I'm just trying to, because Shelly's going to refer to everybody by their first name until they yell at her. So. Are we? Are we in? Are we in uniform, so to speak? It's up to you guys. I don't know. I'm not going to be. Um, I feel like since his... this is official business, I feel like Shelly would get into full uniform. Unless unless it was suggested to her by somebody smarter that it was not a good idea. Well, I'm not that stressed about it because Flux's uniform could pass as normal clothing. <laughs> and I, I normally wear my standard army gear, so... Okay. Yeah, um, Bet X's uniform stands out a little bit more, but it consists of a jacket, a helmet, and a rocket pack. And M919. Oh, rocket pack. Okay. <laughs> Giant machine gun. That's, mean, what, that's, that's what's in the duffel bag he's carrying yeah. around. All right, oh but you've goodness. got you've got the, all that packed up, right? So it's not yep. out in the open, right? Yeah, it's right. it's in a big old tea bag. <laughs> you don't want to bring a that he, that he machine around gun to the, the place. <laughs> Come on. So most of you guys look pretty normal. Uh, as as you're in the lobby getting ready to uh, to go, uh, and you do see um, Shelly uh, come out in uh, a crop top and hot pants. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, are we not? Know. Is this not? <laughs> am I supposed to be um, downplaying? It, I, it's up to you. I'm not here to tell you how to dress. You dress how you want. That's fine. Okay. Nobody's slut-shaming, man. <laughs> I mean, she's way past self-conscious at this point. You can only get on stage so many times before you're kind of over it. All right. We, when you guys get to uh, St. Michael's, then Appleby, like I said, is uh, is there waiting for you, and he spots all of you, you know, as, as you approach, and he takes particular notice of, of Shelly. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine why. And he says, "Oh, oh my. Um, well, uh, perhaps, uh, young lady, you, you might want to borrow my overcoat." 
I'm not cold. You're fine. Um, I don't believe that the nuns would look very highly on the manner of dress you've chosen for uh, for this morning. Oh. oh, yeah, and they got rulers. Trust me, I know from nuns. <laughs> oh. oh, God. They got rulers. And he takes his jacket off and he reaches up to you <laughs> to, to drape it over your shoulders at okay. least. <laughs> so it's probably like like mid to high thigh length on her or yeah, something like that? Yeah, probably so, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, if it's a full long coat, like a London fog trench, mm-hmm. then it's probably like knee. Yeah, probably down to your knee, yeah. Enough to, enough to keep the penguins off your back. <laughs> It would suck to punch out penguins. That would get in a lot of trouble. And he, he delicately kind of fumbles with it around the front and, and pulls the belt nice and tight in the front there for you. She just smiles. She, she does kind of enjoy the whole flustering people thing. Out of character, you can't spell hot pants without the letters H-O. <laughs> oh god wow oh god wow i i should take away karma not, points for that. yeah that's code negative <laughs> you know the comics code authority is going to have some things to say about <laughs> the comic code authority oh no i love it well with that so, out of the way do i need to refresh here what's going on uh-oh what happened i just have a black screen uh-oh well, that's not good you may be. You may want to just try right-click and drag. If you can, you see your characters at all. Oh, oh, hold on. I, I see I, mouse pointers. Let, since I just added your character, I don't think I pulled her into the scene. So hold ah. on one second. That's that's the problem. Gotcha. Get you here. Yes, I'm wondering who Darkwing is. Uh, he's, <laughs> oh, not he's not here right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's the vampire, though. Also, as I, as I scroll out. <laughs> The County Asylum and the Calvary, it looks like a Ouija board. <laughs> oh, it kind of does. Uh, yeah. A little, uh, yeah, a little bit. I get that. Yeah. How appropriate. <laughs> All right. Well, Wingate uh, welcomes you guys there to the asylum. Uh, and he says or that. Appleby, right? I'm sorry. Appleby. Sorry. Yep. Uh, or is that and... the same guy? It's the oh. same dude. <laughs> Um, he says that uh, you'll you'll note that there's a nunnery just across uh, the way over there. It's these nuns who have taken on the task of caring for the mentally unstable under the guidance of Father Maurice Duchamp. He's the uh, curator here at the at the asylum and uh, a psychologist by the name of Victor Sampson. Um. We'll be meeting them here shortly. Uh, and he walks up to the door, gives a little knock, uh, and a few moments pass, and the door uh, comes open, which hopefully that just happened for you guys mm-hmm. there. You should be able to see in there. Zoom in so I can see people. And inside, uh, you see two nuns and this gentleman here. Uh, an older gentleman, bald, uh, again with spectacles that seems to be going around, uh, and a long, bushy, white beard. Uh, and this is Dr. Victor Sampson, as he's introduced. Well, welcome. I understand, uh, Inspector Appleby here. 
has brought you along to speak with our newest patient. Is that correct? It is. Well, Mr. Appleby vouches for you, so I suppose you should uh, come along. I'll introduce you to the father. Uh, and he opens the door behind him. Uh, the nuns wait dutifully uh, in the lobby there as you guys uh, pass. He walks into uh, the main area here, opens another door with a, with a key, uh, and continues on uh, into the main hallway here of the asylum. Uh, from here, he takes a left uh, and goes down the hallway, unlocking another door as he goes. I'll let you guys catch up here. I was sticking close to the uh, inspector. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I'll pull him in there, too. Unless, yeah. unless he's not going in. Yeah, he's going with you guys. Okay. He's like, no, I don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame him. I did my, I did my job. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. What? Where'd he go? Yep, straight he's oh, yeah, straight through here, and then this way. Okay. Right through here, and into here. And then once you guys get into this little uh, small hallway, you see some stairs off uh, to your left. Uh, and then down towards the south, there's another door, which he knocks at. Uh, and from inside, you hear someone say, uh, come in. And this is where you will meet uh, the father, Father Duchamp. And there he nice is. Office. And I'll pull up a little picture for you here for Father Duchamp. He's a younger man. Uh, appears to be in his uh, maybe late 30s, perhaps early 40s. Uh, but a good-looking chap. Mm. Uh, and he says, welcome. Welcome. I appreciate you all being here. FedEx, I'm going to pull you into the room here. There we go. Uh, it's come to my understanding that Mr. Um, Appleby here uh, has brought you in to speak with our subject, our John Doe. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've uh, we've heard some very interesting things, very troubling things. Well, the man that we have currently in confinement, who wishes only to be referred to as Jack, is prone to fits of violence that come out of nowhere. I'm concerned that if faced with a bevy of brawny men and, and beautiful women such as yourselves, it might agitate him to where he might harm himself or potentially others we can restrain him uh, he is restrained at the moment uh, so it is our hope that he is not strong enough to break the bonds which which hold him uh, as we speak but he has exhibited extraordinary strength so i do suggest caution 
uh, should you decide to to speak with him. Now, can you tell me a little bit about why uh, you have offered your services here? Well, we it's a bit of a long story, but um, the shorter version is we were sent here seeking some items and uh, uh, for the war effort, right? Um, I think we can divulge that. Um, but um, in, you know, on arrival, we, you know, we wound up speaking to Mr. Wingate, who is uh, an associate of the good inspector there. And he tells us a story and we know that we're here for a purpose and it could be related to your, your John Doe or I mean, I, I think it's a little, um, you know, irresponsible to call him Jack the Ripper, but I mean, boy, he knows some things, so I'm told. But, I mean, Father, I I mean, I hate to be, uh, you know, unconventional here, but, I mean, do you think he is possessed? I mean, I've heard some things, and I've heard from the inspector, and I've heard that, I mean, these are real things. And I, I don't have a lot of firsthand experience on possession, but I, I mean, I, I, I could try to push that out. Well, I will I don't say. Know if you tried that? I have some expertise in the practice of exorcism myself, yes. And I will say that he exhibits all of the signs of one that perhaps would be possessed. Now, Dr. Samson believes that he exhibits the disorder known as multiple personality disorder, uh, which mm -hmm. certainly could be the case. But with his display of great strength, the ability to grow his fingernails to extreme lengths that seem to harden. I believe that he, myself, is possessed. And I have been working over the last several weeks to try to break through and speak with the entity or entities that reside inside him. Has that entity named itself yet? Only one. And he does refer to himself as Jack. Uh, of course he does. I see. Well, I mean, I, I have some things I can try. I mean, they are, uh, well, they're not written in the Bible. I'll tell you that. Um, but none of this is written in the Bible. <laughs> but um, they could be uh, useful to try and either make contact with that. Well, I understand there are three voices, is what I've been told. Yes, that's true. One, one says Jack. One is <clears throat> rarely heard from, and is pleading. And one is something even worse than jack is that true that is that is true 
Mr. Appleby must have already spoken about this, yes. We, we did speak. I, I hope that's okay. Um, but, I mean, I, I mean, I have some ideas. I am making some very large jumps here, but um, no one knows who this person is, right? No one knows his actual name. Just... That's, that is true. And during my attempts at exorcism, this third voice has made itself known. And I believe in my heart that this is the man that this demon has possessed. He uh, is a which, which voice? It is a gentle and meek yes. voice. That would have been my guess. Yes. Now, we are here to... Okay, so... So he looks around like... I don't know who he thinks is going to be listening in this room, but he looks around. So we seek artifacts. And we know that one of them must be here. And the only one that I can... That according to what we've been told could have any um, kind of uh, effect like this is an amulet. Does he have an amulet? No, he had very little possessions on, on his person when he was brought here, only the clothes that he was brought in with. So so no items of any, well, note, just clothes. Mm, just clothes. Okay. Okay. I'll ask the nuns. They, they took his belongings and, and spirited okay. them away uh, for safekeeping. Uh, actually, uh, if you would like to speak with them, they're waiting just outside. If we are going to do this, I must set some parameters. Um, the safety of my patients is of utmost importance to me and to the nuns here. What? I would insist that if you are going to question our subject, that there only be two people in the room at the time, and I myself must be present during the questioning. Let's see. But if we can agree on that, I would be happy to prepare the patient for you. And uh, in the meantime, uh, the nuns here would be happy to show you about. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I look to the others. Is that? I mean, I presume it's. It, I don't it see why not. Me. I mean, you know, if that's what he wants. I mean, he's he's a priest. He's a man of God, so we can trust him, even if he is Catholic. Even if he is. Catholic. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Um, well, I don't really want to go in anyway, so I'm not mad. <laughs> um, the only thing I would say is, like, um, like, the place where you're gonna do the thing, are there windows? Because maybe uh, somebody needs to watch that and be right. careful. Yeah, or exits or whatever, yeah. <coughs> That's good. We, hey. we will bring him to a room, uh, that has a little bit more space than the individual patient's rooms. Um, it's 
it is still a compact space, but there are no windows uh, that you would need to worry about. Okay. We can wait in the next room. That's okay? Yes, that would be okay. fine. In case anything gets out of hand, I don't Actually, want to... I need to take a restroom break, too. Okay. okay. I wouldn't sure. want, wouldn't want uh, Hank to get hurt. So, want to be close. Alrighty, Johnny, welcome back. Hey. Um, Sorry. At this point, since we kind of have reached a bit of an agreement here, I think that uh, what has been discussed at this point is uh, Vet X is going to go in with Mr. Arcane first uh, to uh, conduct the questioning. Okay. Uh, everybody else is going to be waiting outside. Uh, the father uh, is going to take his leave of you guys uh, and prepare the patient uh, for questioning. Okay. And uh, he, as he leaves, introduces you all to uh, two of the nuns that are just waiting outside. Um, mm -hmm. Sisters Mary Margaret and Mary Catherine. Uh, and they lead you guys on a little bit of a uh, tour uh, around the grounds of the hospital, uh, and making small talk uh, and discussing the patient if uh, if you happen to ask. There's really not much more that, that they can really give you uh, other than the fact uh, that their interactions with him uh, have been not necessarily the same as what has been lined out to you by uh, Inspector Appleby, uh, nor uh, the father. Okay. Uh, okay. That he seems to be pretty docile and complacent, uh, doesn't speak much, uh, and what little he does uh, say is usually asking for food, for water. Uh, he asks for help. Uh, he asks to be let out of here. He doesn't know where he is uh, at any point. Uh, that seems to be a pretty constant for him. Is he, even after they tell him uh, where he is, that he's incarcerated at the asylum, uh, five minutes later, uh, he will ask them again, where am I? Uh, so he has very short-term memory uh, from their account. Uh, but both of the nuns uh, are trained nurses and have been uh, assisting the mother superior in caring for caring for and counseling the patient. Um, and they have been with him since he has been here uh, two weeks ago. Uh, so, um, do you have any items? Anything with him? Uh, no, I. He was brought in only with the clothes on his back, uh, and we have we have stored those away in the hopes that one day he might be able to be released once again, if if not into police custody, perhaps out uh, into the world itself. We hope that the work that you are doing and the work that the father is doing in attempting to exercise the demon that is within him. Uh, will return this poor, unfortunate soul to norm. I mean, I hope so also, but boy, I'm not really sure how uh, demonic possession plays into uh, criminal law. 
I don't really know that there's a uh, allowance for, but I was possessed, Your Honor. But yeah, I, let's, I don't know. Let's not lose sight of the fact that you killed some people. Uh, but, I mean, certainly I would like to bring some peace to this person. I mean, at least. Uh, I mean, you know, everyone deserves peace. So. Peace well, of my foot in their ass. I've heard the nun say they could beat the devil out of someone, so maybe that'll work. <laughs> Well, the nuns walk you around the uh, facility uh, and you walk through uh, kind of lavish hallways that uh, that you'd walked through uh, in getting to the uh, the father's um, office uh-huh. uh, and it's very nice marble uh, green and white tiles on the floors and uh, you can certainly feel you know that this was uh, originally a, a cathedral uh, at one point uh, or another uh, the whole area uh, is basically a, a large square uh, with uh, a hallway that basically runs a racetrack around the whole facility. Um, there are about a dozen rooms where uh, patients are kept under lock and key. Uh, several sitting areas and studies, you know, and uh, a small little cafeteria. Uh, where the patients, you know, are brought in for uh, for food, uh, the ones that actually can be released into the general public. Um, and uh, then they finally, uh, you see that there's a courtyard uh, kind of in the middle of, uh, of the sanatorium uh, that seems to be safe. Uh, it's got very high walls uh, and nothing that anybody could climb to try to get out, you know, to the uh, to the outside world, but they bring the patients out there from time to time to get some fresh air. Uh, the tour finally ends with you guys being brought, uh, and I'm going to just probably pull the whole group, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Not at all. Um, into... Oh, I like, I like. Uh, another uh, concealed hallway uh, that's through a couple of locked doors. Ooh, come back. Here we are. There we go. Bombshell, I'm going to move you over just a little bit here. Yeah. She managed to go through a wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. There was this time in basic. Um, and the nuns and uh, Dr. Samson, we'll call him Doc Samson, but not that Doc Samson. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> was yeah, I, I literally was like, hey. immediately was like, oh, are they related? <laughs> uh, that might be his, uh, gra- his, his grandfather or great-grandfather, poten- potentially. So. <laughs> nice. Have green hair and a ponytail? <laughs> Um, but the nuns uh, are there with you and they take positions on either side of this doorway here Uh, (laughs) the doctor uh, unlocks the door here for you uh, and says well whoever's going inside uh, I suppose have at it and uh, I'll be locking the door behind you so don't be alarmed when you hear the, the lock latch the rest of you will be staying out here I assume Mm-hmm. Close uh, by. Close by. Thank you. All right. So, Vedex and Mr. Arcane, you are now in the room. 
uh, and as you walk in the door, uh, you see in front of you here, there are like little curtains uh, in this area surrounding the patient who's uh, laying in this bed uh, just inside. I'll keep the door open there uh, for you guys just in case you want to look in there so you can kind of see what's going on. Um, the father is standing next to the patient, but when you guys walk in, immediately you are hit with just a blast of cold, icy air in here. It drops oh. about 20 degrees from uh, the temperature of the hallway outside. Uh, there's a single light on over the bed uh, that is lighting up uh, the patient in question. He's dressed in a straight jacket uh, and has been uh, bound to the bed. Uh, and he is a man small of stature. Uh, it, hard to tell with him laying in bed, but yeah, probably around about five foot three, just like uh, everyone was kind of describing him back at the, uh, at the pub. Uh, he's got long, scraggly black hair uh, and deep, sunken eyes. Uh, appears to be almost emaciated. Uh, maybe he weighs about a 120 pounds. Mm. So a little bit of a dude, for sure. So you feel that? So Vedax, as I walk in? Yeah, they need to turn the heater on in this place. The uh, Turn on that radiator whatever you call them back then. No, I don't think that's going to help. I'm afraid the coldness that you feel is coming from our John Doe here. Jack, don't forget. Don't forget the name. Hmm. Really, though? It's kind of a common name, so, you know, should be all right. Jack. Uh, Father Duchamps uh, addresses you once again. He says, I shall step away for a moment. I will be here if you need anything. Uh, I'll be standing over in the corner just over here. Do, please, don't lay any hands on the patient. Uh, oh, no, you may question not. him, uh, but I ask that you please remain just outside of the curtained area while you question him, just in case. Well, certainly, no, I would never do such a thing. So, um, <clears throat> so, Jack. <clears throat> yes. Who are so, you? You're new. I am new. Uh, but you're not alone there. Is that right? That's what I'm led to believe. Oh. No, I have many friends. In there? Yes, they're all inside with me. How do you figure? How's that? Well, you tell me. You're the magician, aren't you? Um, you know, actually with that, uh, I will try and cast a spell. Okay. So I'm going to try energy detection magic. I want to, you know, see specifically, you know, if there's some stuff going on with him. Um, and I will spend karma for this. Uh, let's see, how far is that from a yellow? 
remarkable. You know, I'll go up to a yellow. I'll okay. spend for a yellow. All right, so you do a little magic detection, and you immediately hone in on the aura that surrounds pretty much everybody. You know, uh, you've seen this before. This particular aura, though, around our John Doe here is black as pitch. And it burns with some sort of eternal fire. I uh, see. And you see his eyes uh, in within the aura are the color of blood. Oh, looks like I'm not the only magician. Or are you just the result of it? <laughs> oh, there is magic that resides inside me, yes. So you would have us believe that you're the real deal, the real oh. Jack. Why, yes, of course. Well, this is not what the real Jack was supposed to look like, and certainly not the age the real Jack is supposed to be. Mm. Right? This 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 tiny man is uh, is a middle age. Well, is uh, okay. Let me see. In the forties, I guess. He's a middle aged man. And, ah. and I uh, was a middle aged man when I committed those murders on those poor little whores. 50 years ago yes and yet here i here i lay how, in how front of you happen? how did what happen how did i come to be here mm -hmm. hmm. well, i met a little friend upon my travels yes <laughs> my friend resides here inside me he's who brought me back to this wonderful world that we live in your friend well i mean i i doubt he's a friend uh certainly you've made a deal right oh but we all we these... all make deals don't don't we you made a deal before you came here i believe yes i've made many deals i make deals daily um I, i'm willing to make another deal but i, I don't I paid full price for these comics. <laughs> uh, it's a metaphorical deal. Oh. You like turns. So, well, I no, actually, it's not even a metaphor. It's an actual deal. Deal. <laughs> a favor for a favor. Uh, although, my favors usually don't involve ripping people apart. Mm -hmm. I bestow that favor upon all that I come across now. I have that power, you know. Doesn't seem like you'll be doing it anymore. Mm. Here I'm just resting and waiting. What's your friend's name? Oh, you're a clever fellow, you think, aren't you? <laughs> I would say merely average. Uh, that is not a name that I wish to share with you. I don't think that he would be very happy. So it sounds like he's the one that's really in charge, right? In charge? Why, 
I'm in charge. Well, you're scared to say his name, so it sounds like he's in charge. I'm not scared. Are you trying... You're trying to say that I'm scared of the man that brought me here? Uh, I'm saying um, that you're afraid to say his name. It's a flicks, isn't it? I am not afraid. Not afraid of him at all. <laughs> you, you should be the one that is afraid. And that remains to be seen. Let's see. Of the ones that we know about, he turns over to Vat X. Let's see. In doing our homework, I can only think of one name that that we've heard lately that uh, that would deal with something like this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think he's the one that's in charge. I think he's the one, and like he turns over, like ignoring Jack, right? He turns, he totally ignoring Jack. I think that's who we really want to talk to, right? Yes, absolutely. We know yeah. who we want to talk to. And it's not yeah. this guy. Oh, you think you not know. You think not you this. know. You think you're and so smart. Let, let me ask you a question, Jack. So this poor sap, can uh, we, like, who who is this poor sap that you're writing? You know, if you are Jack, the Jack, who's this poor kid? Who's this poor man? He's a poor weakling of a man, but I have shown him strength. I have shown him what he can do with this weak little body. Well, I mean, you know, the arts can do many things, right? I mean, they can enhance a body. They can destroy a body. I mean, many things. But you don't, I mean, at least tell us his name. <laughs> Give this poor fellow some dignity. You'll not get that out of me. You think you know who he is? You tell me who he is. Oh, I, I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I know who your friend is. I don't know who this poor, this poor fellow is. What, what was he, a dock worker or what did he do? Was oh, he a carpenter? What does it matter? I mean... A man deserves some dignity. Mm. This man deserves no dignity. He lived among the rats in the street. I, oh, so he was homeless. Okay. I am showing him his true potential. So, you're Jack the Ripper. Were you actually a doctor? Some people said that you were. Hmm. Some people say many things about me. But yes, I know the art of medicine. Well, then I mean, surely, you know, Jack, I, I think we're, I think we know where this is going. Look, I just want to talk to Pazuzu. Don't say that name! And See, that's it. <laughs> uh, when he says that, uh, he spits. Do I hear uh -huh. that? That you know? Oh yeah, yeah. When that happened, the lights outside began to flicker, yeah. and a spray of green goo 
comes out of his mouth in your general direction there, sir. <laughs> not sure uh, if I was hoping for it or not, but I'm glad. Yeah, I, I wasn't <laughs> hoping for the goo. <laughs> uh, if you would Can like I to dodge? roll a dodge, you may. Oh yeah, I'll try. I'll try and dodge. I'll even spend karma for it. Meanwhile, out in the hall, <laughs> Jelly is bored out of her mind, doing the occasional like tap dance, uh, just going through basic tap dance steps, and then stops. <laughs> I am going to I am going to tank on Okay Um, Suddenly You know Jake uh, vanishes Or basically erupts Into a a huge You know seven feet of you know Jagged misshapen armor That looks like someone just riveted a whole bunch of Iron plates to him uh, You know in a hurry Ian, I feel there's a missed opportunity that you don't refer to that process as getting tanked. (laughs) That's a good point, yes. And I am not not waiting for anybody. I hear hear someone screaming and weird noises. I'm just going to go to the door. If it is locked, I am going to smash it open. All right. It's open. Smash it. I'll take all the fun out of it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to move you there, Vedix. All right, so. Okay, what's going on here? Here's the sequence of events as it happens. The uh, the vomit spews forth uh, towards Mr. Arcane. Uh, he jumps to the side. You got a green, took two column shifts off of uh, his attack, so it misses you. And it hits the countertop that's directly behind you here, uh, which is a, a wooden countertop. When it hits, you can see smoke Uh, coming off of it and it begins to uh, eat away at the wood. Um, VEDX, you were right in front of the door when Human Tank uh, came busting through. Uh, I'm going to give you an uh, intuition roll there to see if you know that that's coming. Well, he's pretty loud, so... You probably did hear tank on from behind the door, so I'll at least give you that. So you can have a plus two column shift on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yes, you do hear him coming. You can get out of the way uh, and avoid the shrapnel of the door bursting in. Yep, yeah, just steps to the side. Father Duchamp's... Uh, holds, his, holds his hand out to try to get tank to, you know, stop. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, it's, it's cool. Father Duchamp Do steps I forward. Do I the vomit, uh, you know, all over the countertop that's doing horrible things? Uh, you can roll an initiative to see that. Or, I'm sorry, intuition to see that. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. This seems to be a, a rule. My characters never make perception <laughs> Right. Whatever, whatever perception <laughs> is in a particular game system, my characters always fail them. Okay. Uh, Father Duchamp kind of steps towards uh, the human tank and he puts his hand on the metal of your skin. And he says, What what manner of creature are you? I, I, please, please, don't agitate him any further. I think he's already pretty darn agitated. I'm just making sure my friend's going to get out of here okay. Oh, yes. I'm agitated. See, oh. I told you. Who are you? That's a new voice, right? Yep. Ah, the one in charge. I think that's kind of obvious why. 
Well, he holds up a finger like behind him, like Hank, just to hang on, you know. And he doesn't seem, well, I mean, he's disturbed, but he's he's like, hang on. So, so we get to speak to the entity in charge. I am in charge. Yes. Why are you here? Why are you here? Because you're here. You think you know why you're here, don't you? You think you can save the world? You righteous piece of shit. Hey, there's ladies present. You think you're special. You think you're heroes. How many lives have you taken in this war? Zero. I lost track. Hmm. You're the one I'm speaking to, and the other one hiding in the corner over there. How much blood have you spilled? Mothers crying for their sons. Their sons were Nazis. Children who will never know their fathers. All because you soldiers have to compare the sizes of your cocks. <laughs> I won't have to compare. I know exactly how big it is. I'm taking a step forward. Oh. Uh, my character has a Hang pretty on. low psyche and is probably very easily manipulated. Hang on. Hey. Yeah, Speaking of cocks, I heard out. yours is rotting. Is that true? <laughs> Would you like to see it? I would. No, 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 no. We are so in trouble with the comics code authority, guys. Whip it out. No. Unbind no. me from these straps and I will show you. We it, are, we know FedEx, be... FedEx looks over at uh, Mr. Arcane for approval. You know, it is really hard to get a word in no. edgewise here. No, <laughs> it is. No. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's also probably a lag between yeah. yes but i'm trying i was trying to do a cool entrance moment and it's lost <laughs> so uh sorry buddy that's that's the sorry, uh, man. the the side the side effects of actually being on zoom <laughs> but if you if you would like to retroactively make that you certainly yeah. may i mean can I we hear all this since human tank but a human yeah. tank sized hole yes yeah, yeah. Door. yeah you can certainly hear all of that the door yeah. was not locked is that correct uh, no, the door it was, was locked, yes, it but was. it is now open. It is now <laughs> it is now non-existent okay. the role, but I figure incredible strength against a yeah, no, average internal fine. door yeah. is not going to really be much of a... Yeah. Okay. Alright, Flux is going to come into view, partially to see what this jackass ah. actually does. Let's see what you um, did uh, This guy ain't saying things a lady should hear. Fortunately, fortunately, I'm not a lady. I'm a woman. <laughs> and you, to compare in penis sizes, I don't need to see your needle dick, and neither do any of these gentlemen. So do what you came here to do, or just lay there and be pathetic. <laughs> oh, you tell him, lady. Uh, a woman, She's uh, a fiery I one. I like her. Thank you for bringing them to me, to father. 
Uh, How is Father reacting to this? Well, he's in a bit of panic. He's he's doing his best to try to push you out of the room <laughs> to absolutely no avail <laughs> whatsoever. But he's he's leaning on you. Please, please, I ask you, please, don't agitate him any further. You you must go. You might want to get out of our way, you, Father. <laughs> you realize you have the devil in your you know in your church. No, I'm not the devil. He's a different demon. Are they all devil alike to me? <laughs> You've said my name. Say it again. I like the sound of it. Pazuzu? Mm, that's it. You're a lucky guesser, you. Well, we're not guessing. I mean, there was a bit of an educated guess there, yes, but uh, it was educated. The rotted cock gave it away. So... You are here to combat evil, aren't you? We're here to seek things. I think you know what we seek. Hmm. But now that you're here, wh why are you here? Why are any of us here? <laughs> You uh, think to stop you ah to stop me because you think I am evil, but what is nah, evil? There ain't no think about it. You're just boring. You're not evil. You're just boring. Get to the get to the damn point or go to sleep. I don't really care which. But you ain't doing jack shit from that table, Panini or whatever that is you call yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. oh, taunt the demon, taunt the demon. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what, then. I'll make a bargain with you. Father Maurice needs to go. The secrets I bear are too harsh for his delicate sensibilities. Take him away, just for a moment. Uh, I don't know if the good father's agreeable to that. I, I must insist that I stay. <clears throat> Father, you, you want your patient kept safe, yes? I do. Um, I assure you that we will keep your patient safe. We will take no action. To him and I mean for my part and for our part and he looks around like okay kids uh, I mean you see there's something happening here Don't this is not, not a normal period right do what now I said don't start nothing won't be nothing right exactly exactly so so I understand this is unusual it's out of the ordinary it's it's certainly unconventional but uh but give us a moment it will be just a few moments and then you can come right back we will stay put and he will stay put i mean he hasn't come out of his uh restraints yes he's never mm -hmm. been able to break out of them 
He has not as of yet. Okay. We don't intend to take him out of his restraints to beat him up or anything, right? <laughs> he looks around. Oh, co- correct. I-, I wouldn't hit a guy who's tied up. Right. Well, that's not exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. Right. Exactly. I got, See, you know, out of here. The bottom line is, we we need to talk to this guy alone to get information that'll save the world. So, preacher dude, you just to go. Please. Please, Father. He looks at Mister Arcane, and he says, "If you promise me." that no harm, physical harm, will come to this man. I will step outside. But okay, I... you promised me that you can keep your friends here at bay. Yes. They are all trustworthy. Sir, we are, we are only here to protect you. Nobody's going to lie to a priest. Besides maybe this guy. Points I, lay my, I lay my trust at your feet. Please see to it that there is no harm that comes to him. I shall return in five minutes. Thank you, Father. And he takes a step outside the room. Um, Bombshell is in the doorway. Um, When he steps out, um, Jack speaks again. "You, You have to get me out of here. I'm begging you, whatever this thing is inside of me, it's it's nothing compared to what will happen if they get their hands on it. What do you mean? The nuns. It's the nuns. You have to get me away from the nuns. How how so? The nuns? None of my business. Oh, boo! Oh, yeah. Boo! (laughs) The dirty little whorish nuns. <laughs> this poor bloke is scared of them. I think perhaps he had a bad experience when he was in Catholic school. Something with a ruler in a place where it maybe shouldn't have gone. Yeah, I feel like I'm inside good. of a King Diamond album. Uh, okay. You want information from me, yes. I can give you information. But you take me out of here. You want to save the world? Save this body. Save this poor, poor man. Those Nazi scum, they want me. Now, you don't want that, do you? Oh. We definitely don't want that. Tell me what it is that you seek. Is there any any sort of sign on his body that there's like at least the tracing of an amulet? Uh, no. No, he is in a straight jacket, so I mean, it's you can't see his flesh uh, other than you know the the skin of his face. What? Well, we 
We seek the amulet, but the amulet just leads to you, doesn't it? You seek my amulet. Yes. Hmm. I can tell you where the statue is. But you will let me go. Get me out of this place. And you can save all of the meaty, fleshy things. You will get what you desire. Uh, Mr. Arcane? Yes. I don't know why it seems relevant, but I feel like I should point out that he's trying to make a deal. <laughs> yeah, even I picked up on that. He <laughs> is trying to make a deal. Hmm. Those weren't the deals I meant. Uh, with really. the devil. Just, yeah. just want to point that out. Yeah. This might be relevant. I don't know. Yeah. Come on. Tick tock, tick tock. What about the nuns? What about the nuns? Oh, you don't know what they know. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Jack doesn't know what Pazuzu knows, and Pazuzu doesn't know what Jack knows. And Jack and Pazuzu don't know what the other poor bath. What is that poor man's name? Good mm. question. Why do you need to know? I mean, presumably he's got a family or someone that cares about him. They need to know where he is. At least we could tell him something. Come on, Pazuzu, have a heart. Oh, I don't think it works. His way. name <laughs> is a name well known in the Bible. <clears throat> oh, gosh. <clears throat> well, that narrows it down. Oh, is he Catholic? <laughs> Adam? Probably Paul. A lot of Johns. He is the betrayer. Oh, oh Judas. Hmm. Not many that take his name these days. Mr. Arcane, Mr. Arcane, maybe I'm just new at this, but he's offering all these pie in the, pie in the skies, help you save the world bullshit to let him go. But he's not being very specific as to exactly how he can be able to help. I don't, I don't see a deal being very fair, since we know exactly what he wants, but we have no clue what he has to offer. It's true. I can tell you exactly where my statue lies. That's what you want. And you want to keep it out of the grimy hands of the Fuhrer. Yeah, but we don't exactly the want viewer. to get loose and You're Fuhrer. Wait, what do you mean? The Fuhrer. Oh, the Fuhrer. Okay, sorry, I thought he said Fuhrer. Sorry. <laughs> And I'm sorry, Lizard, oh. what did you say? Ooh, oh, okay. Saying, we, All right, I'm going to do some dumb shit. Oh, hold, hold on a second, Johnny. And, and ladies, yeah. you know? So, you know, what's uh, what do we got to, to keep you on your best behavior? You just let me out of here. I go on my merry little way, and I tell you exactly where to find my statue. 
Yeah, I don't think that's that uh, good an idea. Well, then you get nothing from me. Oh, and he okay, closes okay. his eyes and he, and he goes to sleep. I, I look over okay, at Mr. So, Can't you, I, you know, bumbity jumbo it out of him? So, Chris, I'm going to try some dumb shit. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping so, you would. <laughs> yeah, so, so he's going to, like, start to kind of float there in the in the air you know he's gonna cross his legs and he's gonna float up and he's gonna like start concentrate since he's not paying any attention to me now so he's gonna start chanting sadly it won't be a poem because i'm not that kind of guy uh, i don't have your friend's talent for that but um so he's gonna you know hold his palms out and he says by the let's see the all-seeing eye of agamotto by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth by the let's see, what's a good one? Flames of the Fall Team. No, I don't have that one. <laughs> oh. Um by the might of Ashtur. Um Be gone. And he's gonna like focus uh so I'm gonna use he's gonna focus his his power on Jack. And so Agamotto has this thing, and I don't know if this will work or not, but he can completely dispel an illusion, charm, or other mental influence. Now, I realize this is possession, mm -hmm. but um, at uh, monstrous intensity. Now, my uh, I have to make my roll, and then the monstrous effect happens if it works. If you say it works, mm -hmm. but so that's what I'm going to try because you know we're 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 only getting so far. With. Okay, and the intent is to dispel uh, the control. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Got it. And so I don't know if that's... Anyway, so obviously I'll spend karma uh, on this, but that's what I'm going to try. Okay. So whether it works or not, I mean, who knows? We'll see. But, um 69, baby, let's go. I know, wouldn't that be fucking awesome right now? <laughs> uh, let's see, where am I at here? Okay, all right. Okay, it's only green, so I'll spend to get my yellow. Okay. Um, and according to, you know, that, the Realms of Magic stuff, you know, my stuff works if it is in line with the Vishanti, right? Gotcha. And yeah. I would say, you know, trying to, you know, exert some control over this guy might might be. I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Now, what is your personal intent here? So my, well, my, I mean, my intent is to try and drive him out, but I don't think I can manage that. Okay. Um, but that's what I'm trying to do, and certainly I'm trying to free this guy mm -hmm. um, who presumably found the amulet uh you know because presumably he found it and stumbled on it and then some shit happened and he got possessed okay so all right so you got a yellow i did yeah yeah i'll spend to get a yellow i got okay. uh, a 41 i think was it a 41 41 so yellow for incredible will cost me uh, 20 karma. Uh, okay. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, 20 karma. Yeah. 
All right. So you cast your spell, uh, and I'm going to give Jack here uh, an attempt to resist. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Ooh, got he ain't doing jack shit. <laughs> Damn. You got knocked the fuck out. Damn. Christ can tell you. All right. So you hit him with the spell, and green energy surrounds the body uh, of John Doe laying on the bed. And it lifts him up within his restraints. Uh, in the bed, and you hear this just unholy growl come out of Jack. This and the restraints snap, and he oh, is suspended <laughs> about five feet above the. Oh, uh, That's uh, not what I'm... <laughs> just like he's suspended about five feet up above the bed. Uh -huh. Um, Lizard uh -huh. and Jeff, what are what are your psyches? Uh, uh, crap, uh, good. Do you want me to roll? Uh, give me a sec. What's Jeff? What's yours? <laughs> Shelly's psyche is typical. Typical. All right. So, Shelly, mm -hmm. I would like for you to roll a psyche feed, please. Oh, sure. Spend some karma. I should I'll probably spend some, some karma on this. Do I have to declare it ahead of time? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm gonna spend karma. Okay. I did say I was gonna try oh. some dumb shit. I don't know if I mentioned that, but it I said, said human tank because I had him selected, but I'm actually. Well, I did get project. a green. I didn't think it would work. All right. Seven. <laughs> um. But when I say I spend karma, that means I have to spend at least twenty, right? Yes. No. Ten. Ten is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Ten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, where's the universal table? I have derailed the adventure. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> 81 gets you a yellow. 81? On typical, yes. Uh, that's a lot of karma. I have the UT up in front of me. Do I really need to go that high? To yellow? You know what? Um, oh, I have a bad feeling. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, apparently the GM is taking pity on me because I have way more karma than I thought I was going to have. Yeah, you got you, you started with 150. So I'm going to go ahead and spend, yeah, I'm going to spend, uh, I need, what, 80-something? Uh, 80, 81 gets you a yellow. Okay, so. so I have to spend in 10, so I'll spend 30. Okay. And that will give me an 87. All right. So I put you up to your yellow. You, you can't go up to a red. Yep. And I'm down to 120 karma. Okay. Um, as these guys learned last session, my uh, uh, villains also have karma to spend. Oh, dear. <laughs> so oh, no. we have bumped up to a red. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Uh, and... As the body of John Doe falls from the height of five feet back into the bed, from behind you guys in the doorway, uh, you hear the voice of Pazuzu. Oh no. That was a dirty fucking trick. Uh oh. 
I turn and look. You turn and look, and it's bombshell now uh, that has these black um, veins that are now uh, protruding uh, out of her flesh, uh, at her and her ample bosom, <laughs> uh, and bombshell is now possessed. And I think, oh, with it being ten o'clock. We should probably make this our cliffhanger oh. for next session, oh, and we should see what happens. So glad I joined <laughs> the campaign, guys. <laughs> wow. That was a great cliffhanger. I got it. Um, well done, everyone. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the campaign, sorry? Jeffrey. Hope Thanks. you survived the experience. Yep, yep, yep. I'm not worried about really surviving so much. Um, that was an X-Men quote, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's just that she's got incredible regeneration. Oh. So, oh, good so luck means no matter getting how much rid of him again. For the record, oh. Father, we never touched Jack. <laughs> true, we didn't touch him. Yeah, It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't touch him. No All right, well, we didn't do a whole lot of dice rolling, but I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Oh, my God, oh, that yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. Do we get any karma for this? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and toss a little bit of karma your way. We uh, uh, have at least relieved John Doe, uh, or Judas, as we now know him, uh, of the demon, but now he's gone elsewhere. Uh, I gotta admit, when you said he was five foot three with claws, I thought you were going in a yep. completely yeah. different direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. when I saw the claw marks, I'm like, wait, four claws? After, wait a second. After I said all of that, I was like, oh, they think this is Wolverine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you describe the like, other voice as being the sort of wimpy guy, and it's like, honestly, well, doesn't sound like Wolverine. Right. Yeah. The, direct, the direction you've been going as a GM with all this, I was thinking it was Freddy Krueger. Why wouldn't <laughs> oh, <I>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for tonight, uh, we'll get uh, 75 karma points uh, nice. uh, that you can add on to your character sheets uh, for now. Uh, there will certainly be more to come uh, in the next episode. So 75, you said? Yeah. Okay. So 195. <laughs> And you can adjust that on your character sheet. It'll keep track of that for you. Okay. okay. Oh my Not goodness. And it was exactly what I was afraid of, too. And I stood all the way in the back. <laughs> but no! Somebody had to kick the demon out. Alright, guys. <laughs> see, y'all, see y'all next episode. All right. All right. We'll see you. That was really good. fun. Thank you. All right, good. Yeah, that good was night. fantastic.